following is a presentation of MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR racing. Today from Daytona, a capacity crowd of over 200,000 awaits the running of the 40th Daytona 500. Excitement and tension fill the air as NASCAR's greatest drivers take their once-a-year shot at claiming the sport's biggest and most elusive prize. Everybody wants to win the Daytona 500, I do. The 500 doesn't compare to anything. David Pearson moving down through as they come to the stripe. The winner is car number 21. You do everything you can to win this race. Over a million dollars to win. Over half a million dollars to finish second. This is one of the most difficult races to win. Earnhardt's car blows up. Earnhardt blows a tire in turn number three. Derek Cope wins the Daytona 500. This is what it's all about, is winning the Daytona 500. Here comes Jarrett to the inside to try to lead the Daytona 500. I don't know how much more exciting it's going to be, but trust me, it will be. Biggest race in NASCAR. The 1998 Daytona 500. Next. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Radio presents NASCAR Today. There can only be one race that's the biggest and the best, the richest, the most exciting. And today is the day for that great race to be run in 1998. Hello and welcome to Motor Racing Network's live coverage of the 40th Daytona 500. I'm Alan Bestwick alongside Barney Hall. The Daytona 500's reputation as the biggest and most exciting event in all of auto racing, well earned over the years, Barney, right from the very first event in 1959. We've just had many more thrills and much more excitement in this event than in any other. There's nothing quite like the Daytona 500. I was just walking through the garage area this morning, been coming here since 59 and doing all the Daytona 500s. This one is a little bit different, Alan. You just sense it in the garage area. The adrenaline's a little bit higher. There's so much more at stake. Biggest prize money available to a single payday for the drivers. So many stories. The new Taurus wondering how it'll do. Will Earnhardt finally win a 500? We could sit here for the next 15 minutes and just talk about things that are just individual stories within themselves. And that in itself makes the Daytona 500 very exciting. An incredibly competitive field of cars. 43 all bunched very tightly together. Let's quickly go trackside now before the firing of engines and hear from some of the drivers in today's race. We'll start at the front of the field with Jim Phillips. The Bush Bud Polwater 192.415 for Bobby Labonte. Bobby, you changed engines in this car. Do you still think you have that slide edge that could put you in victory lane for NASCAR's biggest race? <laughs> Man, I don't know. Uh, these guys put a new engine in this morning. Uh, it's, you know, uh, the best engine that we've got, and it's going to be strong, I'm sure. And uh, we'll just have to have a good day and uh, have some luck on our side. And uh, hopefully keep this interstate uh, batteries Pontiac up front and running, and we'll be excited by the end of the day, I hope. 
Bud Pole winning speed, 192.415. Of course, he's part of the No Bull Five, a chance to win a million dollars. Let's go to Winston Kelly with Dale Jarrett. Seven months of preparation, Dale, about a week and a half of competition. You made the most strides from last weekend to Thursday to be competitive. Have you made the strides since Thursday to put your car in victory lane for the third time? Well, Winston, we really haven't found uh, the kind of things that we were hoping to. We've made a little bit of gains since Thursday, but everybody else has too, I'm sure, made their cars a little bit better. So should be an interesting race, a great Daytona 500. Uh, we're glad to have this Ford Quality Care, Ford Credit Taurus uh, running well. Hopefully we can end up in victory lane. Two-time champion of this event starts fifth. Another gentleman with a different type of adversity to overcome is with Eli Gold. Way back here in 31st position, Ken Schrader, after the injury here on Thursday, when he cracked his sternum, he's wearing a protective vest that comes from the world of rodeo racing. He has an extra hard plastic protection across the middle of the chest, even a battery-powered tinge unit sending electronic impulses to the injured area. Ken Schrader, can you go the full 500 miles today feeling as you do? That's certainly the plan, Eli. Uh, you know, I've, I've sat in one of these things and felt better before, but uh, I've sat in and felt a whole lot worse. I think we'll be fine. That's Ken Schrader moving kind of slow. The race car that was wrecked on Thursday has been replaced by the car he drove a week ago in the Bud Shootout. And the same car that he finished fourth with at Talladega last October. So we have a tremendously close field of cars. Just about any one of the starters could conceivably end up in victory lane today. It's that close. The unknowns of a new machine, the Ford Taurus, going into a 500-mile race for the very first time today. And if the huge million-dollar winner's payout isn't enough, another million dollars, just five of the 43 starters could claim the Noble Five for Bobby and Terry Labonte, John Andretti, Ernie Irvin, or Ken Schrader should they win this race today in addition to the million-dollar winner's payout for the Daytona 500. They'll claim an extra million dollars this afternoon. That's a lot of incentive going into the race. Back at Daytona, the cars for the Daytona 500. Engines running, sitting along the Speedway's pit road, warming the oils and fluids in the machine before they roll out onto the racetrack to begin their pace laps for the start of the event. So let's take a look at the lineup now as we get ready to go. Back in 43rd position, Darrell Waltrip starts there from Franklin, Tennessee. 42nd, Brett Bodine out of Chemung, New York. The 41st starter will be Steve Gris Grissom of Gadsden, Alabama. 40th is Ricky Rudd of Chesapeake, Virginia. The 39th position belongs to Kyle Petty of Randomer, North Carolina. 38th is rookie driver Kenny Irwin of Indianapolis, Indiana. Ted Musgrave of Franklin, Wisconsin starts 37th. 36th will be Billy Standridge of Shelby, North Carolina. Out of Wausau, Wisconsin, Dave Marcus goes from 35th position. 34th, Dick Trickle of Wisconsin's Rapids, Wisconsin. And starting 33rd, another rookie driver, Steve Park of East Northport, New York. 32nd will be Ricky Craven of Newburgh, Maine, and Kenny Schrader out of Fenton, Missouri starts 31st. 30th starter Robert Presley of Asheville, North Carolina, with Jeff Gordon, the defending winner of the race from Pittsburgh, Indiana, going 29th. 28th, Joni Machek of Lakeland, Florida, with Rick Mast of Rockridge, Baths, Virginia, 27th. 26th is Jerry Nadeau of Danbury, Connecticut, with Chemung, New York's Jeff Bodine in 25th. 24th is Greg Sachs of Mattatuck, New York, with Mike Wallace of St. Louis, Missouri, starting 23rd. 22nd is Bobby Hamilton of Nashville, Tennessee, and the 21st starter is Chad Little of Spokane, Washington. It'll be Kevin LePage out of Shelburne, Vermont, starting in 20th spot. Bill Elliott of Dawsonville, Georgia, former winner of the Daytona 500, goes from 19th spot. Andy Hillenberg of Indianapolis, Indiana, got in an 18th position. John Andretti of Indianapolis, Indiana, starts 17th. The 16th starter is Lake Speed of Jackson, Mississippi. And from Batesville, Arkansas, Mark Martin occupies the 15th starting position. 14th will be Jeff Burton of South Boston, Virginia. Jeremy Mayfield of Owensboro, Kentucky is 13th. 
In the 12th slot is Rusty Wallace of St. Louis, Missouri, and Derek Cope, another former winner of the 500 from Spanaway, Washington, starts 11th. Top 10 now, Ernie Irvin in 10th from Salinas, California, with South Boston, Virginia's Ward Burton in 9th. 8th is Mike Skinner from Susanville, California, with Berwick, Pennsylvania's Jimmy Spencer in 7th. 6th is Michael Waltrip of Owensboro, Kentucky. Dale Jarrett of Hickory, North Carolina, is 5th. 4th is Dale Earnhardt of Kannapolis, North Carolina. Starting 3rd, Columbia, Tennessee's Sterling Marlin. And on the front row, the Labonte brothers, both from Corpus Christi, Texas, originally. Outside, Terry Labonte, the two-time NASCAR Winston Cup champion. And on the butt pole, Bobby Labonte, driving for the team that won the 93 Daytona 500. His speed in qualifying, 192.415 miles an hour. He will lead the field of the green flag in just a few moments. Back at Daytona, one lap away from starting the Daytona 500 for 1998. The field will get that signal when they come off of turn four and to the start-finish line this time by. Getting ready to go now, 43 drivers. There were only 42 on the speedway a moment ago. Ken Schrader did not roll from the pit lane when everybody else did, though he got back onto the speedway before the field came by to complete the first pace lap. Winston Kelly, what happened down there that kept him on pit road when everybody else rolled away? Well, just a little bit of a radio problem on the... Uh Skull Chevrolet. They couldn't hear Kenny Schrader, but they did get it fixed. Steve Barkdahl and the boys working on the radio, so they can now hear Kenny Schrader, who has to drop to the end of the pack anyway. Field about to get the indication. One lap, and they'll put them under green here to start the Daytona 500. Why don't we take a swing around this racetrack right now? Two and a half miles around the speedway, 31-degree banking, and to cover the action over in turns one and two. And I'd almost trade seats with you this afternoon, Joe Moore, because you're going to see some excitement out there. Let's go over to Joe from Hampton, Virginia. Thanks, Barney. It is a spectacular view I have here looking back up into turns one and two. A little bit on the cloudy side, a little overcast, a little breezy today. But what the heck, we're at Daytona for the Great American Race. It's breathtaking watching this field of cars roar up the banking of turn number one. 31 degrees, the banking there almost straight up and down, and then make the serious decisions. The decision of whether to jump out of line, maybe to hope uh, somebody will fall in line behind you and help you work the draft once you exit turn two. Not uncommon to see a guy drop out of line, no one go with him. Instead of going forward, he goes backwards. You make the decision here and hope it works out for you once you hit the back straight away. We'll have all the action here in turns one and two today. The action is always fairly intense down Daytona's long back straightaway before they get to the banking of turn number three. Lots of drafting, lots of action there to cover things for Motor Racing Network today. Dover, Delaware's Mike Bagley. Thanks, Alan. Good afternoon, everyone. Positioned on the platform, 50 feet up in the air on the inside at the end of the backstretch. As Joe said, turns one and two is making decisions. Here at the backstretch is where you execute them. Get off turn two as quickly as possible, mash the foot all the way to the floor, the gas pedal all the way down, and then find somebody to draft with and hope that you pick the right partner. If you did, you're going to the front. If you didn't, or if you have no drafting help, you're going all the way to the back. I'll cover the action off turn two, down the back straightaway, and up into turn three this afternoon. It's kind of critical up in turn four also, getting set up to make the long run back down to the start-finish line to cover the action for MRN there this afternoon. Fred Armstrong from Portland, Oregon. Thanks, Barney. Good afternoon, everybody. Down the back straightaway, it's all about execution up here in turns three or four. It's all about closure and the setup for the run down the short straightaway. Many Daytona 500s have been won right here as the cars rumble over the hallowed tunnel that goes under turn number four and hit that short straightaway down to the trioval. We're about 15 feet up in the air, just on the outside of the exit of turn four. Proud to cover the action here this afternoon for you. Field coming off turn number four now. Down for the start of the 1998 Daytona 500. 43 drivers ready to run 200 laps today. $7 million at the end of the day to be passed out. Pace car along pit road. Field in command of the Labonte brothers as we're ready for the start. Moving down to the line, Dan Marino will drop the green flag and we are underway in the Daytona 500. 
period on the break as they try to come up through the gearbox and head for turn number one, two by two. Nobody pulling out to pass still that way as they get down into the corner. They'll build up a head of steam, probably see some passing start over in turn one. Finally passing begins and it's up front as younger Lobani takes the lead. Bobby goes to the front of the pack. Brother Terry falls in line in second. There they're stacked up side by side. Sterling Marlin battling for three. He's down on the inside of Dale Earnhardt fighting for third. Dale Jarrett is in that trio as well. Now Sterling Marlin has drafting help from Dale Jarrett. Earnhardt moves over to his left, trying to crowd Marlin all the way down to the inside. Boost Marlin up to third. Now Jarrett side by side with Earnhardt for the fourth spot. Earnhardt picks up some drafting help. Michael Waltrip goes to his aid at the top of the banking. Now Earnhardt gives a nose out in front. He'll grab the fourth position. The battle is on side by side for fifth off the fourth turn. Up front the first three, single file. Now the first four, single file. It'll be Bobby and Terry Labonte leading lap one. Sterling Marlin third, Dale Earnhardt fourth. Then a couple of Fords side by side for fifth. Dale Jarrett down to the bottom. Michael Waltrip up top. They're still door to door headed for turn one. Both those Fords hoping for some drafting help. The best chance may come from the inside line because that's where the next Ford is lined up. Jimmy Spencer sits there behind Dale Jarrett. But for now, nothing gives. Four cars and a breakaway off turn two. That side by side battle for the fifth spot is allowing the front four to scamper away. Just as we say that now, Michael Waltrip edges out in front of Dale Jarrett. He'll take fifth. Now Jarrett side by side with Mike Skinner for sixth. Skinner takes a high line. Jarrett goes down low. Now Waltrip thinks about going to the outside of Earnhardt. Battle there for fourth. Earnhardt puts on the block. They're still side by side for sixth. Good clean start in the Daytona 500. Everybody kind of staying in line. Nobody making any erratic moves in the early going. Now that single car lines makes up five cars as they work their way back toward turn number one. Still Dale Jarrett working on Mike Skinner this time as they head back for turn number two. That is a race for the sixth position. Those two cars lined up side by side. Behind him you got Jimmy Spencer. Ward Burton's to his outside. Then Ernie Irvin on the outside of Derek Cope. Two by two from the sixth spot on back to the rear of the field. Now Dale Jarrett down low hoping to get all the drafting help he can. He's still up alongside Mike Skinner battling for sixth. Now Skinner gets a fender out in front. Now they almost go three wide as Ward Burton comes to the outside. Both funnel back to the double wide formation. Dale Jarrett picks up some drafting help on the inside of the racetrack in the form of Jimmy Spencer. So he'll clear the Skinner car. Now here comes Spencer to the inside of Skinner for seventh off turn four. Work their way down off the banking onto the short straightaway headed back for the trioval to complete the third lap of 200 in the race. Spencer and Skinner still side by side behind the front five cars, six cars. Now Spencer gets a little run on Skinner, but here comes another machine down to his inside in one. Three wide going into the banking of turn one. It's Derek Cope who takes his Pontiac all the way to the inside of the racetrack. He'll blow by Jimmy Spencer. He gets up alongside Mike Skinner. Now bypasses Skinner off turn two. You're listening to the battle for the eighth spot now. Derek Cope tried to take the eighth spot away from Mike Skinner. He will do that and slide up in front of Skinner. Now the battle for ninth. Jimmy Spencer down to the inside of Mike Skinner. Spencer takes it down to the inside. Up high goes Skinner. They'll stay side by side through the corner. Battle is for eighth. The front seven single file off the fourth turn. Derek Copes had a good strong race car all of speed weeks. He felt like he could get up there and stay right in the top four or five all afternoon. He's trying to work his way a little closer to the front. Now single file. Bobby Labonte and Terry Labonte ride first and second. Sterling Marlin sits in there in third place. Then back at about sixth place. Stack them three deep in turn one. That is where Jimmy Spencer again is on the move. He just cannot get away from Mike Skinner. Skinner to his outside as they race off turn number two. Now Spencer dives to the inside. Gets a nose out in front. They nearly touch, but still they're side by side. Now challenge for the third spot on the back straightaway. Dale Earnhardt drops out of line. Now Sterling Marlin rushes up to his outside. Earnhardt inside. Marlin outside. The battle 
Collins for third. Side by side as they climb the banking of turn number three. Earnhardt is strong, flexing his muscles on the bottom of the racetrack, getting some help from Dale Jarrett as they draft off the turn and down the short straightaway. Farther back, been three deep for about the 10th, 11th spot, the last whole lap around. Bill Elliott's in the middle, Mark Martin's on the bottom, Rusty Wallace, make that Jeremy Mayfield is up top. Now Elliott's going to get left in the middle and lose a couple spots. Looking toward the front of the pack, Earnhardt still trying to get third spot away and hang on as he goes into one. Earnhardt has no friends on the inside of the track. The draft is on the outside of him, led by Sterling Marlin. Marlin's going to go by for third. Here's Michael Waltrip. Now he's up alongside Earnhardt for fourth. Now Earnhardt gets some drafting help from Dale Jarrett midway down the back straightaway, but Michael Waltrip is stronger. Waltrip gets a fender out in front, battling for the fourth spot. Now Earnhardt rallies back as a dead heat to three. Earnhardt gets the run down the back straightaway. Up high goes Waltrip. They're side by side for the fourth position. Waltrip gets a nose out in front. Cope looks to the high side. No room to make a move there. They are two by two from fourth place on back all the way almost to the tail end of the field as they come down the line. Only a single car, three cars up in that lead draft as they head back to turn number one and complete six laps of the Daytona 500. This NASCAR season, Toyota Racing isn't looking for just anyone to join the team. No, we're looking for bankers, the ones who are open on Sundays. So if you live for the gravity-defying 31-degree banks like this one on turn four at Daytona, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Motor racing fans, start your engines. This Sunday, race day is back when drivers return to Daytona Beach. And to celebrate, DraftKings is offering a huge racing contest with $1 million in total prizes up for grabs and a $200,000 top prize. Playing fantasy car racing is simple. Just download the DraftKings app before the race and find the racing contest with $1 million in total prizes. You draft a team of six drivers, follow the action live. You rack up points for fast laps, laps led, finishing positions, and more. Outscore the competition and take the checkered flag. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its players since 2012, so they know a thing or two about bringing home the trophy. So download the DraftKings app now. Use promo code NASCAR during sign-in to enter the huge motor racing contest for $1 million in total prizes with this weekend's return to racing at Daytona Beach. Don't forget, that code is NASCAR to enter the $1 million contest only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. We are early in the 40th Daytona 500 in Daytona Beach, Florida. Bobby Labonte has led every one of the 11 laps run in the race so far. But behind him, things shuffling up rapidly. His brother Tampered Terry is being shuffled back into the pack. It is Sterling Marlin now the runner-up. The field's in one. Sterling Marlin riding along in the second spot. The front four cars are nose to tail. Bobby Labonte, Sterling Marlin, Dale Earnhardt, then Dale Jarrett, then stacked up double wide all the way back. First the race for fifth. That is Michael Waltrip on the inside of Terry Labonte. First side-by-side battle, Michael 
Michael Waltrip down to the inside of Terry Labonte. That is for fifth. Meanwhile, further back, Jeff Gordon making great left-handed moves. Just making a three-wide battle with Bobby Hamilton and Bill Elliott. He's been stabbing his way up through the field. He's brought Ken Schrader with him, so Schrader tacks in behind, back in about the 15th position. Meanwhile, the leaders race single file off turn four. As long as they stay single file up at the front of the field, the first two or three cars, there's nobody going to get up there and put a move on them whatsoever, I don't think, for the moment. Now they swing back into turn number one, talking about Jeff Gordon. He has already picked himself up to about 16th position as he works his way to the front of the field, bringing Kenan Schrader along with him. But they're going to have to tip throw, tiptoe through some of that traffic, Joe Moore. Gordon sees an opening down on the inside lane, slides in the draft just ahead of Ken Schrader. The two of those working together. They've picked up about a half dozen spots in just the lap, last lap or two. Now he's trying to make a move again, headed to turn three. Now Jeff Gordon finally gets up in line in front of Rusty Wallace and right behind Jimmy Spencer in the outside lane now, working to turn three. Going to the outside, Ward Burton as he goes up high on the banking, can't make the move anymore as he gets tacked in behind some other cars. He's in traffic at the top of the banking, side by side with Burton off the fourth turn. Front seven are single file now. They're double wide from eighth position on back. It is Bobby Labonte, Sterling Marlin, Dale Earnhardt, Dale Jarrett, Derek Cope, Terry Labonte, and Mike Skinner. Those cars single file. Now a little bit farther behind them, Michael Waltrip in a pretty good tussle with Jimmy Spencer and Ernie Irvin. Michael Waltrip climbs the banking of turn number one, finally gets away from Jimmy Spencer, leaves him there to deal with Ernie Irvin. Irvin's working the inside lane of the racetrack, coming off turn number two. Ward Burton's in that mix, and here comes Jeff Gordon and Ken Schrader as well. Now Ernie Irvin slides up in front of Jeff Gordon to block any advance there, leaving Ward Burton basically all by himself. Now Ken Schrader bails out of the draft with Ward Burton, now comes back to the inside to give assistance. Burton digs in at the bottom of the racetrack, Gordon goes up high, swings out to the top of the banking, still can't dust off Burton as he races off the fourth turn and back down the front straightaway. It's remarkable to watch Jeff Gordon, how he just seems to know where to go in the backstretch when he was making some of those moves. He went almost out to the grass, you heard our guys back there say. Then coming through three and four, he decides to go high. He just seems to know what's the best place to get around and work traffic. Now down in turn number one, they stack them three deep again, back at about 12th position. That is where Rusty Wallace makes the move to the inside of Ward Burton. Burton goes up the banking. Wallace moves down low. Here to his outside now, Ken Schrader. Well, we've got a challenge for the lead. Now Sterling Berlin gets up alongside Bobby Labonte. Now the Pontiac of Bobby Labonte down to the inside. He'll slide behind Sterling Berlin. Sterling Berlin takes the lead of the total 500. Derek Cope goes for third, dives down to the inside of Earnhardt. Earnhardt all by himself at the top of the banking. Give Cope third. Earnhardt is fourth. He'll get a challenge from Terry Labonte off turn four. So the second driver to lead the Daytona 500 is Sterling Marlin as he comes to the stripe. Now with Bobby Labonte behind him. Door to door for third. Earnhardt outside. Derek Cope inside. In fact, double wide from there on back. Who's going to push who to the front? Terry Labonte trying to give Earnhardt a little boost. It's Skinner out of the inside behind Cope. Earnhardt gets by. Terry Labonte goes by to the outside. Dale Jarrett falls in behind Terry Labonte. We'll see what he can do and try to help Terry deal with Derek Cope. Cope's got the inside lane of the racetrack. He'll get drafting help from Mike Skinner. Double wide, racing for the fourth position. Halfway down the backstretch, Derek Cope drafting help from Mike Skinner and Michael Waltrip. While Terry Labonte has drafting help from Dale Jarrett and Jimmy Spencer still double wide to three. Labonte is strong down the back straightaway, but Cope is stronger on the entrance of turn number three. He'll get a fender out in front. Here's Skinner helping him on the low side as they race off turn four. Mike Skinner having a good run here in the early going of the Daytona 500. That looking down on pit road almost looks like you could hear a pin drop down there. Everybody's standing up on the pits watching this early laps of the Daytona 500. Four car breakaway at the front of the field. Mike Skinner trying to hang on to fifth right now. He's got a challenge again back in turn one. Terry 
body of the man on the outside of Mike Skinner trying to make the move. Here, meanwhile, the race for second. Earnhardt to the inside of Bobby Labonte in turn number two. And Dale Earnhardt goes to the second spot off turn two. Now, Bobby Labonte gets back in line behind Dale Earnhardt and in front of Derek Cope. Meanwhile, down low behind them, Mike Skinner is stuck out of line. Terry Labonte goes by. Now, Earnhardt goes for the lead in three. Earnhardt dives down to the bottom of the racetrack and grabs the lead. The battle is on for second. Bobby Labonte to the top of the banking. Working on Sterling Marlin. He gets by. Now, here comes Cope for third. Off turn number four, it'll be Dale Earnhardt now taking over the point of the 500 with Bobby Labonte still in second. Door-to-door -door for third, Marlin inside, Cope outside, then Terry Labonte and Michael Waltrip, Mike Skinner and Dale Jarrett, Rusty Wallace and Jeff Gordon stacked up two deep from third on back. Derek Cope to the outside lane with drafting help from Michael Waltrip there on the high side of the racetrack. Down low is Sterling Marlin. He has not yet picked up draft from Terry Labonte. Labonte now closing in behind Sterling Marlin, trying to help push that inside lane. Now Derek Cope grabs the third spot side by side for fourth Sterling Marlin outside inside that is Michael Waltrip outside now Marlin goes by will grab fourth now Terry Labonte will go by Waltrip and grab fifth Skinner's working on fifth now as he dives down to the inside of Michael Waltrip make that the battle now for the sixth position Waltrip slides up the banking Skinner has it in turn four the entire field other than Daryl Waltrip is up in that lead draft now as they work their way back down to the line you can guarantee there's a lot of nervous pit crews down on pit road Allen kind of hoping this thing would break up a little bit into maybe two or three packs instead of everybody running so tight on each other the way they're doing in the early going. But for now, everybody, as far as uh, the driver's concerned, doing what they like to call give and take, giving the other guy a little bit of a break, a long way to go in the Daytona 500. We've only completed 18 of the 200 laps in the race, still well better than 450 miles to go before the checkered flag will wave. Back at Daytona, just past the 50-mile mark of the 40th Daytona 500, we have a six-car breakaway at the front of the pack, breakaway. Well, they got about five car lengths on the seventh place driver. Dale Earnhardt leads. Bobby Labonte is second. Sterling Marlin is third. Derek Cope is fourth. Terry Labonte fifth. And Mike Skinner is sixth. Then about five car lengths of empty racetrack before you get to Ernie Irvin seventh, Michael Waltrip eighth, and Dale Jarrett ninth, all single file. Now lining up single file, Jeremy Mayfield and Rusty Wallace in tenth and eleventh. From twelfth on back, they're double wide, headed off to turn one. That is where Jeff Gordon continues his steamroll towards the front of the field, to the inside of the race track. Now getting drafting help from Jimmy Spencer just behind. He's racing alongside Ward Burton. Both trying to get a piece of Rusty Wallace exiting turn two. Now Jimmy Spencer closes in on the back bumper of Jeff Gordon, but it's not enough. Ward Burton gets a fender out in front. Side by side. Jeff Gordon inside. Ward Burton outside the turn three. Jeff Gordon all by himself down at the inside of the racetrack. Now here comes Jimmy Spencer in his draft. Should push him just a little bit as he flanks Ward Burton in turn number four, still side-by-side side off the corner. That's back for 12th position as they come out of the corner, still door-to-door. -door. Jeff Gordon determined to get himself up there to the front of the field and run in that front five. Now he tucks back in behind Ward Burton. Jeff Burton is right behind him, so he's sandwiched in between the Burton brothers as they go back to turn one. Single file this time, going up to 31-degree banking of turn number one. Again, Jeff Gordon riding along in about the 12th position behind Ward Burton. Everybody stay in single file among the front. 15 machines this time. No one steps out of line till you get back to a about the 16th spot. That is where Jimmy Spencer races with Ken Schrader. Jimmy Spencer has no drafting help. It's all on the outside lane, and Spencer's down low. Schrader 
goes by. Now Kyle Petty goes by. John Andretti all cleaning up on Jimmy Spencer. Jimmy Spencer digs in at the bottom of the racetrack, picks up some help now. Lake Speed is in his draft, so he'll go side by side with Kyle Petty as they race off the fourth corner and back to the trioval. Today's broadcast of the Daytona 500 brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by the Daytona International Speedway to MRN Radio solely for the private non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this race without the expressed written consent of NASCAR and MRN Radio is prohibited. Well, there is some furious racing going on back at about 18th position. That's where Jimmy Spencer, John Andretti, Chad Little, Lake Speed, and Ricky Craven and Dick Trickle have been getting with the program. They're just off turn number two and heading for three. Jimmy Spencer finally got the spot a few moments ago and was able to get in line in back of Kyle Petty and in front of John Andretti. Now the draft forms up to the outside. Lake Speed is the loser. He's on the outside. Andretti leads the speed roll to three. Picks up a draft with Dick Trickle. Speed does as he drops down to the inside of the racetrack. He'll flank Jeff Bodine as they head into turn number four. Still side by side there as they race off the corner. We had that great intense racing for the first 20 laps where nobody could get away from anybody basically Barney and uh, spread out uh, single file now it seems like the handling beginning to come into play on some of these cars as they've gotten 25 laps on the set of tires and we're beginning to see everybody kind of line up in the draft to keep up some of those that aren't handling as well as the leaders up in front. Tell you what it's been a long time since you've seen this many cars work together in the draft whether it was up there for the lead the top two or three trying to pull away or back about 15th position especially the first seven or eight laps everybody driving a good clean race they're back over in turn number three Still single file. Pretty good race going on back at sixth place as they head for four. Two Mikes racing it out for the sixth. On the inside, Mike Skinner. On the outside, Mike Waltrip. They'll stay side by side. The draft forms up on the inside and the outside behind as they race off the turn. Ten cars there. Five rows double wide from the sixth position on back. It is still Skinner and Michael Waltrip door-to-door. -door. Behind them, Jeremy Mayfield and Ernie Irvin. Behind them, Rusty Wallace and Dale Jarrett, Jeff Gordon, Ken Schrader, Ward Burton, all in that mix as they head to one. Stacked up from sixth place on back. That's where they are, side-by-side -side in turn number one. Here's Skinner diving to the inside of Michael Waltrip, trying to grab the spot there. Jeremy Mayfield follows his tire tracks, and teammate Rusty Wallace behind him. Last lap by Jeff Gordon was in the outside draft. Now he shifted down to the inside, seeing if he can give the inside lane any of momentum and boost them up. Right now, Gordon closes in up on the rear deck lane of Rusty Wallace. Still stacked up double wide for six as they race into turn number three. Mike Skinner leads the parade at the bottom of the racetrack. Mike Waltrip up high. Now Skinner gets the edge coming off the fourth corner. Front five all by themselves, single file, 11 cars back in that second pack as they dice it up, coming back down to the line. Mike Skinner finally breaks out of it, brings Michael Waltrip with him. Waltrip's got a good race car here at Daytona. I talked to Eddie Wood this morning, and he said, we have the best race car we have ever had at Daytona, even including some of the years that they went to victory lane. Let's get a report from Jim Phillips. Jim, is everybody down there kind of uptight or breathing a sigh of relief now that they've, they're kind of getting strung out a little bit? The big word being used down here along the pit lane to these drivers is patience, Marty. We've got a long way to go. They're just saying, stay in line, be patient. Some of the cars up at that front draft are saying, get in line, suck up so we can get away from the rest of the field so then we can deal our own cards, our own race. A report out of Bobby Hamilton's pit. He started up about the 22nd position. He's fallen way back in the field. His car is very, very loose, a situation that could come up on some of these other cars. Bobby Hamilton now running in 37th position after starting the race up in 22nd spot. So he has fallen and lost quite a few positions. Set the field for you now as we reach lap 28 
of 200. Dale Earnhardt leads. Bobby Labonte is second. Well, before we set the field, the race for third is on in turn two. Lane opens up down on the inside for Derek Cope, and he takes it. Stepping up underneath Sterling Marlin. Flashes by Marlin. Terry Labonte goes by as well. And the draft forms down on the inside. Sterling Marlin stuck up high. Has no one to draft with. Derek Cope goes by. He'll get third. Terry Labonte goes by. He'll get fourth. Here comes Mike Skinner to the inside of Sterling Marlin. Marlin now they'll race for the fifth position, but Marlin stays up high on the banking. He'll swing up high. Off turn four and down the short straightaway. So while that sorts out, let's uh, reset the field for you again. Dale Earnhardt, Bobby Labonte, now Derek Cope. Those are the front three. Terry Labonte is fourth. Mike Skinner is fifth. You've got uh, Michael Waltrip in sixth. Sterling Marlin seventh. Ernie Irvin eighth. Dale Jarrett ninth. And Jeremy Mayfield tenth. Ward Burton is eleventh. Rusty Wallace twelfth. Jeff Gordon is up to 13th after starting 29th. In 14th spot, that would be Jeff Burton and Ken Schrader after starting near the back, and his backup car is up to 15th. 16th is Mark Martin, Jimmy Spencer is 17th, Kyle Petty 18th, John Andretti 19th, and Kenny Irwin 20th. 21st is Chad Little, Jeff Bodine 22nd, Ricky Craven 23rd, Lake Speed in 24th, and Dick Trickle in 25th. 26th belongs to Ted Musgrave, Bill Elliott is 27th, Ricky Rudd 28th, Steve Park 29th, and Steve Grissom 30th. 31st is Joni Macek, 32nd at the moment, belongs to Andy Hillenberg with Bobby Hamilton now 33rd, Kevin LePage 34th, and Greg Sachs 35th, Mike Wallace is 36th, Jerry Nadeau 37th, Rick Mass 38th, Robert Presley 39th, Billy Standridge 40th, Dave Marcus 41st, Brett Bodine 42nd, and Darrell Waltrip is 43rd, about to be caught by the leaders and be put one lap down. Other than that, about everybody is in one of two big packs. Say we've got about the first, uh, well, let's see, that's Bill Elliott at the end of the first group, and Elliott is running back in 27th spot. So we've got the first 27 cars all in a big group, and then from 28th back to 42nd, all kind of running in a big group as well. Yeah, I think uh, what Jim Phillips touched on there, some of the cars may be beginning to have a little handling problem here now that they've wore a little rubber off the tires also. So we're going to see some of those cars that are running extremely strong in the early going dropping back a little bit right now. 30 laps are complete in the Daytona 500. Back at Daytona, the huge 27-car lead draft thundering around the world center of racing, headed by Dale Earnhardt. Bobby Labonte in the runner-up spot for the moment, taking a sniff at that lead over in turn two. Looking for a shot to the inside, doesn't find it. One guy who does step out of line, Kenny Schrader, he's at the tail end of that draft, looks to the outside of Martin Martin momentarily, but then gets back in line. But for now, everyone will remain single file as Dale Earnhardt's black Chevrolet paces the field. The green Pontiac of Bobby Labonte follows his tire tracks back to the corner. Earnhardt Labonte and Derek Cope in the top three with Terry Labonte running fourth. Mike Skinner is fifth. Everybody stays single file to the bottom of the racetrack, racing off the corner. Labonte takes a peek on Earnhardt but drops back in line. Just tucks back in single file. One of the toughest things in the Daytona 500, the, a race of this prestige, is to kind of contain yourself. Realize that you can't win this race the first half. You just need to stay up there, stay in position, stay in contention. And for the most part, all the guys all the way back through about 15th position are doing that, Joe Moore. Every Watching some of these cars jump around a little bit, Joe. Are you seeing that more and more kind of look like they're bouncing around a little? Yeah, it's a little bit of the breezy side out here coming off turn two. The drivers have complained earlier this week about those winds and how they affect the cars coming off the banking. Also, I think what we're seeing is what Jim Phillips talked about, the fact that the tires are wearing down so they're not quite as tight as they were in the early stages of the race. Combine that with another possibility, and that is drivers trying different lanes at this stage of the race. Challenge for sixth position coming off turn four. Ernie Irvin will get that away from Michael Waltrip while Kyle Petty begins to roll away from pit road. At lap 35, a little bit early for a scheduled stop there, Eli. About 15 laps early, and they went all the way around the car with an unscheduled four-tire change. We'll get the update for you from Bobby Kennedy here in a second. 
Field goes back to turn two. And they're shuffling Michael Waltrip out of the draft. From the outside lane to the inside is where they form up. This is back for about the 10th spot. Sterling Marlin dives down low. Jeff Gordon is there. Here's Waltrip trying to reclaim some ground. They'll leave Marlin in the middle and bypass him off two. Three wide. Jeff Gordon down to the inside. Sterling Marlin in the middle. Waltrip outside. Now Gordon with drafting help from Rusty Wallace. Blast by Marlin. Now Gordon blast by Waltrip. Gordon and Wallace dig in at the bottom. Up high is Mike Waltrip. He'll go side by side with Jeff Gordon. They stack up double wide behind, still side by side as they race off the turn. And here's a challenge for the lead. Bobby Labonte rolled up to the outside of Dale Earnhardt in turns three and four as they come to the stripe. He's got drafting help from fellow Pontiac driver Derek Cope and it'll be Bobby Labonte reassuming the lead in the Daytona 500. Lap 37. Now the chase for second is on into the corner. Earnhardt's going to try to defend that position from Derek Cope. Cope up alongside as they come into turn number one to the outside lane as Cope going up high. Earnhardt's got it hooked up down low. No one close enough to help either one of the draft off turn two. Now the draft shifts up to the outside. Earnhardt tries to get up there, but no, it will not. Now Earnhardt dives for the bottom. Derek Cope now zigging and zagging. The draft shuffling itself is now it's two by two by two in three. Gary Labonte goes with Earnhardt on the inside. Mike Skinner goes with Cope on the high side. That's going to pay off for Earnhardt. He gets a nose out in front. He'll grab second. The battle is on for third. Terry Labonte didn't really know who to draft with when his brother was working down in turn number one and made the move. He kind of tucked in behind Earnhardt for just a second. Right now he's got his hands full as he bumps with Derek Cope. They swap a little sheet metal, a little paint as they come through the dog legs. Still a scramble for third place in turn one. Terry Labonte hooked up down low. Ernie Irvin's going to make it three wide. He goes to the inside of Labonte. Also to the inside of Mike Skinner, who takes the high road up in turn number two. And down low, Ernie Irvin is going by Derek Cope to move into third. Now Derek Cope tries to get back in line. Further back, Jeff Gordon dives for the bottom. Three wide down to the inside of Terry Labonte. Now up front, Ernie Irvin now has third. Derek Cope fourth. Jeremy Mayfield fifth. Up in Here's Rusty Wallace down on the inside of the racetrack. The battle there with Mike Skinner for the seventh position. They'll race side by side through the corner, stacking up double wide behind as they race off the fourth turn. Very close call for Terry Labonte and Mike Skinner off of turn two. Terry's car in the middle of that three wide situation drifted up. He had contact with Skinner. Skinner drifted up and just, just kissed the outside wall with the right side of his Chevy. Everyone has continued on okay, but they did lose a few positions in the process. To Pit Road. Quick update on Kyle Petty. He thought the right rear tire was going down. They checked it over, and indeed they find that that could have been the problem. They make the change, though the Goodyear engineers are still pouring over it fairly closely. Kyle said we've got to make the right rear change. We should see some pit stops coming up in the next 10 laps. Uh, 50 laps, they could go fairly easy, but usually on the first run, if the race stays green, more times than not, they'll come in a few laps early to make sure everything is all right. So we should see some pit stops very shortly. Top five, work out of turn number four and back down to the start-finish line. Bobby Labonte pulls him along, looking back to Jeff Gordon right now. He's tucked back in, in sixth position back there. Rusty Wallace tried to help him a moment ago as they tried to scoot up a little bit, couldn't do it. I think everybody, uh, as you talked about, Alan, kind of bumping off each other, cars beginning to skitter around a little bit, settle, settling down right now because they know that first pit stop's coming up. Uh, you can get in the wall real easy in the early going. After 40 laps on a set of tires, the handling really comes into play here at Daytona. When it's on fresh tires in the early going, the car will really feel good underneath the driver, but later on, it, it will begin to deteriorate, that handling will, with the wind blowing around, as Joe Moore described out of the corners earlier today, and that kind of thing. It can get to be a handful in the turbulence of traffic, so drivers knowing that they've got 10 more laps or so before they get a fresh set of good years on their car, they want to just maybe get there first make sure they get to that pit stop at lap number 50 it's still very very early in the race five cars broken away for the lead for the moment bobby labonte dale earnhardt ernie irvin
then Derek Cope and Jeremy Mayfield. Then about a second and a half back to the sixth place group on back. Jeff Gordon leads that bunch into the corner. All those cars stay in single file. Looks like they'll go for a while, kind of single file. Then they start jumping out of line, trying to pass one another. For now, they're in the stage of this riding. Single file among the front 15 cars. First side-by-side -side battle is back where Ken Schrader takes a look underneath Dale Jarrett. Scary move for Schrader. Almost got loose coming off the corner and got into Jarrett, but they are okay. Schrader gets in line behind Jarrett. Chad Little, also Ricky Craven, follow those two drivers back to three. Little trying to take advantage there, and now Ricky Craven tries to take advantage of Little as he had to check up just a bit coming into turn number three. Can't get the move done there. Little has the advantage off the corner. And as they come down to the start-finish line, they have just put 42 laps in the record book in the Daytona 500. We're just past the 100-mile mark of the 1998 Daytona 500. Three lead changes among three different drivers to this point in the race. At the moment, Bobby Labonte, the man who led the first 14 laps after starting on the pole, then gave up the lead to, in turn, Sterling Marlin and Dale Earnhardt, is now back out in top. Labonte leading since lap 37. We're at lap 43 now with pit stops coming up shortly. From the Daytona International Speedway, this is MRN Radio. We have a new leader in the Daytona 500. Dale Earnhardt got underneath Bobby Labonte in turns three and four just half a lap ago and has taken four, five, maybe now six others with him past Labonte. It is now up into the second spot, Ernie Irvin, with Derek Cope into third, Jeremy Mayfield to fourth, Jeff Gordon to fifth, Rusty Wallace to sixth, and Bobby Labonte falls in line all the way back in seventh spot. Just that simple. The field's in three. They're down single file to the bottom of the racetrack. Got to believe a lot of deal doing was going on in the back straightaway. Labonte was the only one to go up high. Everybody else scooted to the inside. Now here's an inside move. Cope goes for second. Derek Cope drives his way down to the bottom of the racetrack, trying to get underneath and ease up to the front of the pack. He's going to get around and takes over second spot, brings Rusty Wallace and Jeff Gordon with him as they work their way back to turn one. Gordon goes to the inside of the racetrack now, racing alongside Ernie Irvin, who's trying to get a piece of this action. He's left of the outside lane all alone, though. The draft is down low. Led by Earnhardt. Cope is in second. Mayfield third. Gordon fourth. And now Rusty Wallace grabs fifth. Ernie Irvin is the man on the outside looking in as now Bobby Labonte rushes down to his inside. Labonte inside. Cope outside. Or actually, that's Ernie Irvin outside. Now Bobby Labonte will go by and grab the position. Mike Skinner wants a piece of Irvin as well, but he'll roll off the throttle, drop back in line. He thinks better of it. We're all single file in the top ten as they race off the fourth turn. Coming down to the stripe to complete the 47th lap of 200 in today's race. Expect pit stops in another three trips around the speedway. Single file now from Dale Earnhardt, the race leader, all the way back to the Jeff Bodine car at the tail end of the lead draft. Bodine running in 24th position. Fields in turn one. Here's a race for the ninth position now as Michael Waltrip tries to get something started up on the high side of the banking. He's going after Terry Labonte, who's with the rest of the cars, drafting down low. Waltrip doesn't get enough of a push off the corner. He'll fall back in line in 10th. Single-file lead draft led by Dale Earnhardt, then Derek Cope, Jeremy Mayfield, Jeff Gordon, and Rusty Wallace. They broke it away from Bobby Labonte by about three car lengths in turn three. Single-file as they hit the corner. Here's Walter again going up to the high side. Mark Martin drafting along with him as the two scoot up to the top of the banking and test the lane there, but no room to make any moves on Terry Labonte as they come off the turn. A couple of laps away from pit stops, and everybody in single-file for the moment take uh, the time to say hello to the man who gave the command to fire the engines and get the 40th Daytona 500 underway, the Grand Marshal of the race today is Governor Bill Graves of the state of Kansas. Governor Graves, welcome to Daytona and welcome to NASCAR Winston Cup Racing. Exciting, isn't Thanks. it? Thanks. Great day and uh, what a thrill to be able to give that command. Obviously, there have been a lot of newspaper headlines about NASCAR racing in your fair state here uh, recently. Tell us uh, your thoughts on the project that's going on out there now. 
got a uh, partnership working with ISC and uh, with NASCAR to bring a new facility to uh, Kansas City, Kansas, and we're really excited about uh, bringing uh, motorsport racing into the Midwest. We've got a, a, a tremendous following of fans out there who travel great distances, and we're hoping to be able to give them a show right in their own backyard. And a world-class facility from all I hear about what's going to be built. Tell me, is this your first experience at a, at a NASCAR Winston Cup race? Th this is my first at a NASCAR race. I've been at, at, at some other uh, different types of races over the years, but uh, first NASCAR race, and, and uh, it's, it's everything that I thought it would be and more. It won't be your last, I guarantee. I hope not. Thank you, Governor. Governor Bill Graves of the state of Kansas. Look forward to perhaps being at a brand-new super speedway out in Kansas City, Kansas, for the year 2000. We'll uh, keep our fingers crossed that everything continues to go well there and bring more NASCAR Winston Cup Series racing out to the Midwest. Well, we've completed 50 laps. Well, let's make that uh, 50 laps on the scoreboard. It will be when they come back around one more circuit around this racetrack as they work their way over to turn number three. Didn't see any signs of anybody slowing down a little bit. We'll keep our eye on them this time. Meanwhile, that whole front pack now is less than a car length apart all the way back through about 18th position. Here they come out of the corner looking to see if Earnhardt is going to slow down and head to pit road. No, he will not. But one or, one or two cars look like they might pull out and make a pit stop. So they might stretch this one a little bit longer than we anticipated they would as Ernie Irvin will bring his car into the attention of his crew right in front of Eli Gold. The Skittles Pontiac comes to a stop. They are going around to the right side of that machine. They will make a chassis adjustment as the ratchet wrench goes into the right rear window. It'll be three rounds, and now they'll come all the way around for a four-tire change. Some teams are saying if we go to four tires, let's do that. Others are saying two plus a tire pressure adjustment might be enough. A good quick stop. Ernie Irvin is away. But the problem for Ernie Irvin is he came down pit road with nobody else. So he's got no drafting partners to help him get back up to speed more quickly than he'll be able to by himself. Here comes the field off turn four now. And again, most everybody going to stay on the racetrack and come by the opening to pit road again. Earnhardt all the way back through uh, Jeff Bodine at the tail end of the lead group. Dave Marcus pulls on to pit road. He'll get service on the real tree machine. But here comes the field now swooping down on Ernie Irvin in turn one. Out of the inside of the racetrack, Ernie Irvin tries to bring it up to speed. The leaders work their way off turn number two. Here's Earnhardt closing in on Irvin. He'll bypass him halfway down the back straightaway. Now Dale Earnhardt going to the outside of Ernie Irvin as Irvin stuck out of the draft, has no one to draft with. Irvin goes a lap down as Earnhardt steamrolls the field back to the corner. Ernie Irvin finally winding it up to full song, trying to find his way back in the draft. Here's Bobby Labonte going to the top of the banking around Ernie Irvin. Irvin trying to squeeze in. He comes up to speed. He'll go side by side with Labonte off the corner. Only a couple of other cars have made their way to pit road. Greg Sachs is in. Steve Grissom is on pit road. And as the lead pack comes by, everybody stays on the speedway following Dale Earnhardt, the leader, back to turn number one. A little activity going on back there, a little further back in the field as they try to shuffle in single file in turn one. Working down to the inside of the racetrack once again. Michael Waltrip, the man who takes the high side. He's been working well up there for the last five or six laps. Again, loosens the car up by going way to the top of the banking. Looks for a chance to get by Ernie Irvin, but fails to do that and gets back in. Line. Ernie Irvin still cannot get back in line. Mark Martin will go by him. Michael Waltrip next to try to put Ernie Irvin one car into the rear. Now Irvin comes well up to speed. He gets around Martin. Now here's again Michael Waltrip up to the top of the banking. The car just eases up into the lane. Has good speed up there. Maintains his momentum coming off the corner. Ducks back in line. Here come some of the cars in the lead group now breaking toward pit road. A big group toward the tail end of the field came a lap ago. Uh, Bobby Hamilton, Rick Mast, Ricky Rudd, Ted Musgrave, John Andretti, Jerry Nadeau were all in. Steve Park, Robert Presley, Billy Standridge, and Brett Bodine. Now here are Rusty Wallace.
Wallace and Jeremy Mayfield, Ken Schrader, Ricky Craven and Bill Elliott, Lake Speed and Chad Little all in. Let's go first to Winston Kelly. Well, the cars that Jeremy Mayfield and Rusty Wallace teammates pitting together, they come in together. A couple of rounds of wedge in the rear of Rusty Wallace's car as they wheel around to the left side. Ken Schrader, one of the quickest cars on the speedway. The crew wheeling around to the left side. All these cars getting four tires, 76 racing gasoline. Now up to Jim Phillips. And we got Bill Elliott in. He's getting left side tires. Winston on his Ford. He's already changed right side tires as Rusty Wallace goes by. Earlier we've had in. We've had Bobby Hamilton in the pits. We've also had Andy Hillenberg. He came in real early at 48 laps. And we expect more of these cars in. The pit board is out for Sterling Martin to bring his Chevrolet in. Jeff Gordon comes down pit road. Michael Waltrip right in behind him, followed by Mark Martin, Ward Burton, and Jeff Burton. Some of the cars in. Dick Trickle makes his way to his pit stall along with Jeff Bodine. One car slow down to the apron of turn four. Is that Sterling Marlin, Fred? Yes, it is. Sterling Marlin, a little bit of smoke coming out of the right side as he slowly heads toward pit lane. Let's go to pit road. Jim Phillips. On the right side of the Jeff Gordon car, now around the left side. Jeff Bodine is in. Right side tires going on his Ford. Michael Waltrip is in. Left side tires going on his Ford. Here comes Gordon. He wheels out of the pit. The left side tires are going on Bodine's car. It's only two tires for Michael Waltrip. Eli Gold. Meanwhile, on this end, we've seen some problems for some of the newcomers. Kenny Irwin had his car pointed nose in towards the wall when he came into the stop. We saw Steve Park having been held by a NASCAR official for an infraction after the pit stop. Even Ricky Craven, though, he's a veteran, went sliding almost past his pit stall. He had to back up. They had to push the car back in. It also then hemmed in Robert Presley, who couldn't exit the pit lane. Here now, Jimmy Spencer on the pit road. The Winston team going to work there with Donnie Wingo quickly changing the right front. They'll scoot around to the left side. And like most everybody else at this end of pit road, it will be a four-tire change. Jim yep. Phillips. And on this end of the pit lane, Shirley Marlin's got service. He's back on the racetrack right now. Looks like he's under full power. Terry Labonte, they just finished service on his Chevrolet. And now he screams out of the pits and back onto the racetrack. Meantime, Dale Earnhardt, Derek Cope, Mike Skinner, and Bobby Labonte, the first five, stay on the racetrack, go by the opening to pit road once again. Sterling Marlin must have just been out of gas, uh, costly in terms of time, but he got uh, service and went back up onto the speedway once more, so he must have just uh, run the car a little bit dry on the fuel tank, which is uh, what... Uh, brought him coasting down on the apron of the racetrack just a, a few moments ago. Look at Jim Phillips to follow up on that and see if that is indeed the case. Still waiting for that pack we talked about. Dale Earnhardt, Derek Cope, Mike Skinner, and Bobby Labonte to come on to pit road. They will not make a pit stop this round as they pass the start finish line and go back into turn number one. Let's go back to the pits. Well, let's look for those stops to come next time around. These crews between Dale Earnhardt, Bobby Labonte have been talking about coming in on lap number 58 for several laps. The pit board is going out now for Bobby Labonte's crew, so we expect to see him come in next time around. Barney, Jim Phillips. The problem on Sterling Marlin's car was not gasoline. He had a tire going flat, so he had to slow down in order to get on the pit lane. So it was a tire instead of gasoline for Sterling Marlin. But it's been a costly one for Sterling Marlin right now. He will be out of that lead draft and had one of the quickest cars out there and has had all day long. Now the field pretty well jumbled up around the Daytona International Speedway, making these pit stops under green. We'll see a couple of more cars peel off and head into pit road right now as they work their way down. Here comes Dale Earnhardt as he eases in. Bobby Labonte and Mike Skinner coming in also. 
as they ease into their pits, so they will give up the front-running positions that they occupied here just a moment ago. Derek Cope in that also. Let's go down to Winston Kelly. Now the four leaders now do come in, as you said, a couple of Pontiacs, a couple of Chevrolets. Bobby Labonte's crew working on the left side of his car further up pit road. Pitted one, two, three together in order. Mike Skinner behind him, a couple of pit stalls is the car of Dale Earnhardt. Another pit stall back is Derek Cope. All these cars getting four tires, 76 racing gasoline. Bobby Labonte's car, the first down and away at 19.94 seconds. But Earnhardt will get out just in front of him. Cope just in front of Labonte. Skinner will fall in line in front of Cope and behind Earnhardt. The man who's going to get the race lead by the time they get back up to speed is going to be Jeff Gordon. Looks like Gordon will take over the lead in the Daytona 500 for the first time of the day. We'll update the standings after the shuffle of pit stops when we come back to the World Center of Racing. After a shuffle of green flag pit stops, Jeff Gordon has taken over the lead of the Daytona 500 over Rusty Wallace, Ernie Irvin, Dale Jarrett, and Michael Waltrip. Those are the top five. Rest of the top ten, Mark Martin, Ward Burton, Terry Labonte, Dale Earnhardt, and Derek Cope will give you the full rundown when we come back. 59 of 200 laps complete from the Daytona International Speedway. This is MRN Radio. Back at Daytona. The lead group consists of 16 cars plus one machine a lap down after an exchange of green flag pit stops early in the Daytona 500. Set the field for you now. Jeff Gordon leads. Rusty Wallace is second. Ernie Irvin is third. Dale Jarrett fourth and Michael Waltrip fifth. Mark Martin is sixth. Ward Burton is seventh. Eighth position belongs to Terry Labonte with Derek Cope ninth and Dale Earnhardt tenth. Chad Little is up to the 11th spot. Twelfth is Bobby Labonte. Mike Skinner is 13th. Fourteenth is Lake Speed. Jeremy Mayfield is 15th and Bill Elliott is 16th and that rounds out the lead draft at the moment. Running in 17th position and having lost contact with that lead group is Ken Schrader. 18th spot is Jimmy Spencer. 19th, Jeff Bodine and Dick Trickle 20th. Jeff Burton is 21st. Joe Nemechek 22nd. Kenny Irwin 23rd. 24th position belongs to John Andretti and uh, Ted Musgrave would be uh, in 25th. Ricky Rudd is 26th, Kyle Petty 27th, Bobby Hamilton 28th, Ricky Craven 29th, and Mike Wallace is 30th. 31st is Rick Mast, Kevin LePage is 32nd, Jerry Nadeau is 33rd, 34th is Steve Grissom, and Greg Sachs is 35th. Sterling Marlin running about three-quarters of a lap down, actually a little better than that. He is in 36th position at the moment. That's how much slowing down for uh, that flat tire coming to pit road cost him. The first car one lap down is Brett Bodine. He is in 37th. Steve Park is in 38th. Andy Hillenberg, 39th. And Robert Presley, 40th. Dave Marcus is 41st. Billy Standridge is 42nd. And Darrell Waltrip is 43rd. Caution free to this point. In the 500, we have had five lead changes among four drivers. All 43 of the original starters still on the speedway and in the event. And this mid-race update brought to you by Chase Authentics, the official trackside apparel of NASCAR. Now you can wear the same NASCAR shirts, caps, and jackets worn by Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, Bobby and Terry Labonte, Rusty Wallace, and Dale Jarrett. Chase Authentics at NASCAR specialty and department stores everywhere. Now back to the race where the chase is on. Terry Labonte has just broken out of that draft back there that was running for fifth place and he has it all by himself as he rides single file brings Mark Martin and Chad Little with him but from there on back they are still door to door from about 10th position on down in turn one. That is where Dale Earnhardt tries to use the inside lane of the racetrack to make a move by Michael Waltrip. Michael doesn't mind he's running up high anyway. The draft forms behind Earnhardt. He's got his teammate Skinner there also Bobby Labonte making their way off turn two. Racing double wide for the eighth position Dale Earnhardt down to the inside of Michael Waltrip. Chevy and Ford side by side 
side. Earnhardt driving for the bottom, trying to get some advantage. It won't work. It's still a dead heat to three. Eighth place chase climbs the banking of turn number three. Still side by side. Earnhardt down on the inside of the racetrack in his Chevrolet. Waldrop up high. That's the way they'll come off the corner. Two by two by two. Just past 150 miles in the Daytona 500. Still the race is for the eighth position. The front seven in single file. Dale Earnhardt and Michael Waltrip still door to door for eighth. They're lined up four rows deep behind them, double wide, and they stream off towards turn number one. Michael Waltrip on the outside lane, drives in a little bit deeper. This time gets a fender out in front, now completely clears Earnhardt's car and gains that position, filling his spot alongside Earnhardt. Now is Ward Burton. That's the race for ninth on the backstretch. Earnhardt still down on the inside, but he does have drafting help with teammate Mike Skinner behind Skinner, Bobby Labonte in the lap car of Steve Park. Up high, Ward Burton has drafting help from Derek Coke, Lake Speed, and Jeremy Mayfield. Earnhardt clears Ward Burton. Burton now feels a challenge on the inside. Mike Skinner down low. They'll go side by side for the 10th position as they race off the fourth turn. That's all going on back there from 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th in a knot. i tell you who's made the best move today. It's impressed me. It might be luck, but a lot of it's skill, too. We talked about Ernie Irvin. He pitted all by himself, went back out on the racetrack, and then when that lead draft formed back up and came around him, Allen, he was able to get his way in the middle of it rather than just let him drive on by, and thus it's put him up there in third place. He got in the middle of them while he was actually a lap down because they still hadn't pitted yet, and that speed he built up, using them to help build his momentum back up, allowed him to stay on the lead lap and in the lead group when they peeled off to pit road and came back on as a group. That generally would make them able to do that a little faster in terms of getting back up to speed. But a nice move there by Ernie and there comes that Daytona experience into play. Ernie of course a many time veteran of this 500 mile race here. This is his ninth time in the event. He was the winner back in 1991. Let's check in his pit. His crew chief is Ryan Pemberton and I guess that's why I'm on this side of the microphone and you're calling the shots. I thought that uh, pit stop all by yourself might hurt you there at lap 50, and it's paid off. Oh, yeah, it's, it's uh, worked out just fine. The guys had a good pit stop. Uh, we didn't have anybody to draft out of the pits with, uh, but the way it, it all worked out, everybody broke the, the field was breaking up. Uh, we caught a few little drafts here and there, and uh, it, it seems to be working out just fine. Good to have a veteran behind the wheel like that, huh? Oh, man, it's a, it's a pleasure. He makes a lot of good decisions out here. Uh, a bad decision will put you back 18 spots, and a good one will pick you up two spots. So, uh, obviously, he's made a lot of good decisions out there. That's Ryan Pemberton here in the Skittles pit. They're just looking on and watching now as we're midway through the Daytona 500. Jeff Gordon is a leader. He comes off turn number four, works his way back down to the start-finish line. Terry Labonte, the car, pulling out of line right now, back at about seventh place, trying to squeeze back in in front of Chad Little as they kind of draft side by side off into turn number one. Terry needs to get tucked back in or he might lose a spot or two as they get into the corner. Lost a spot to Chad Little. Now he loses the position to Dale Earnhardt. Now up alongside Ward Burton. Freight train continues on the high side of the racetrack and Terry Labonte's going the wrong way. Off turn two now. Labonte has no one to draft with. Now he gets up in line in front of Skinner. Now Mike Skinner dives back to the inside of Labonte. Racing around the 10th position. Skinner with limited drafting help from Bobby Labonte. Terry Labonte has drafting help from Michael Waltrip. Skinner down low. Terry Labonte up high. Still side by side. Bobby Labonte helping Skinner as he drives in his draft through the corner. Coming off turn four. It's still stacked up double wide. This for the eighth position. Farther ahead. Dale Earnhardt looks up underneath Chad Little for the sixth spot off of turn number four. They'll go door to door in the 
trioval. Ward Burton falls in line behind Earnhardt to try and draft him. Now goes up high behind Chad Little. Now tries to figure out which one of them is going to move forward into one. Side by side just ahead of Ward Burton waiting for a lane to open up. Closer to the front, Dale Jarrett and Ernie Irvin are side by side as well. That race for the third spot with Mark Martin looking on. Mark Martin that is looking on. He's riding along in fifth. Now Ernie Irvin has no one to draft with down to the inside of the racetrack. He was side by side with Jarrett for third. Now he gets a fender on his front. Jarrett on his back. It's still a dead heat. Dale Jarrett and Mark Martin go up to the top of the banking. Ernie Irvin digs in at the bottom of the racetrack. The battle there for fourth. Single file as they race off the corner up front. Double wide for third now as they hit the short straightaway. Dale Jarrett takes it right out against the wall as he hangs on to that position for the moment. Still, he is door to door working his way across the line back into turn number one. And Mark Martin decides, I'm going to draft a little bit with Ernie Irvin. May push him by and leave Jarrett hung out to dry in turn one. Irvin goes to the inside, picks up the fourth position. Mark Martin follows his tire tracks on the inside. He's racing with Dale Jarrett for the fifth spot. Still side by side, coming to turn number two. And Dale Earnhardt behind them, knocking on the door. Mark Martin will grab the fourth spot. Side by side for fifth. Dale Earnhardt down to the inside of Dale Jarrett. Further up, Jeff Gordon closes in on the lap car of Sterling Merlin as the front four cars race single file to three. Two Dales racing for the fifth position. Dale Earnhardt gets a fender out in front with compliments of Ward Burton in his draft as they enter the corner. Now Burton comes to the inside of Dale Jarrett. They'll race for sixth off the turn. 16 car lead draft as we close in on the 200 mile mark of the Daytona 500. The man leading at this point is the defending winner of the race, Jeff Gordon. Back at Daytona. Coming up to the 200-mile point of the 40th Daytona 500 Motor Racing Network here to bring it to you live after an exchange of green flag pit stops. Jeff Gordon has taken over the lead. He's in heavy traffic now into turn three. Three wide coming into the corner. Jeff Gordon now plows up underneath Sterling Marlin back to the corner. And Sterling Marlin goes a lap down now, but Jeff Gordon is trapped in traffic on the bottom of the racetrack coming off the fourth turn. Jeff Gordon has tons of patience. He knows what kind of race car he has as they come down to the start-finish line. He sticks the nose out for just a moment, trying maybe to get around a couple of cars. Greg Sachs will be the immediate car in front. Sachs takes the high road. Gordon makes it three deep and dives underneath Steve Grissom and Greg Sachs in turn one. Got to be concerned at a stage like this. You could very easily get lost into the draft. But Gordon is strong all by himself to the inside of the racetrack. Gets by the Greg Sachs car just ahead of Rusty Wallace. He'll fall in line behind the car of Jerry Nadeau. Now Gordon shifts up to the high side. It leaves Wallace down to the inside all by himself. Now Mark Martin breaks out of line. Martin running in the third spot, trying to get second place Wallace, Wallace driving down to the inside of Greg Sachs. Puts him a lap down. Here's Mark Martin back in the third position. Earnhardt is fourth. The leaders down to the inside of the racetrack. Lap traffic up high off four. Coming down to the stripe. We remember just one year ago, Jeff Gordon was in the same situation that Jerry Nadeau and some of the other drivers that have just gotten lapped were, trying to stay out in front of the race leader and get a caution because they had a good enough car to come back and contend for the win. Remember that Gordon got that break and was able to come back around and work his way up through the field and eventually go to victory lane. Sterling Marlin, not as fortunate this time, nor were some of the other drivers that have just been overtaken by the race leader. Let's get an update from Jeff Gordon's pit, see what Ray Evernham's thinking at this early stage of the race. Jim Phillips? Well, it looks like he's thinking and watching. 29th starting position today, already in the lead. Jeff showed a lot of patience out there, Ray. He really did, and uh, you know the guys did a great job preparing the car, and he did a great job on that pit stop. Uh, Jeff used his head there in traffic, and we got some lucky breaks. Practice, you didn't look all that great, but uh, you showed all kinds of confidence. You said we're going to be good. Well, nobody really looked great. You know, I don't think you could pick a car here that says that you know they could just run to the front without any help. You know, we're you know we're running good, but we, we've been able to get in good position and get a lot of help. 
That's Ray Abraham, the crew chief for Jeff Gordon, 29th to 1st. Dale Jarrett's been able to work his way back to the front a couple of times. He's been up in that lead draft most of the day. Let's see what his pit crew is saying that Jarrett feels about the car. I believe Winston Kelly's down there. Let's see if we can get a thought from Todd Parrott. They won the race the first time out together a couple of years ago. Todd made a couple of chassis, or chassis adjustment. Looked like a track bar adjustment. Did you hit on the combination you were looking for? No, I uh, said it's tighter now than what it was before, so um, we need another pit stop here. Just on it a little bit more, get it a little better. Todd Parrott, the winning crew chief from a couple of years ago when he said the car's tight. That means the front end of the car wants to drift up the track and not turn quite as much as they would like. He had worked his way up to third. Now he's back to sixth position, even with a tight race car. So they look to loosen it up a little bit more after those adjustments that they made didn't quite hit the spot the last time in. Jeff Gordon, the race leader, has just put Mike Wallace a lap down. They're in turn two. Still can't get by Jerry Nadeau, however. Nadeau leads the parade, but is in danger of losing a lap. Their freight train lined up behind him on the back straightaway. Rusty Wallace's Ford Taurus on the back bumper of Jeff Gordon's rainbow-colored Chevrolet. No one stepping out of line. The lead draft racing single file back to three. Nadeau hanging on by the skin of his teeth as he defends the inside lane. He drifts up about half a lane now. Here's Gordon looking to the inside, trying to put him a lap down off turn four. Drifts a little bit high out of the corner. Nadeau will get out against the wall. Jeff Gordon with a lot of drafting help directly behind him in the form of Rusty Wallace and Mark Martin will just drive on by and leave Jerry Nadeau high and dry on the high side as they go back into turn number one. Been looking at Kenny Schrader's car. He has lost the draft, and he is way back here trying to run him down. And it looks like the last couple of laps around, Joe Moore, I don't know if you've been noticing him or not, but he seems to be making up a little ground even by himself. Seems to be uh, doing pretty good, although, again, not having the benefit of the draft. You can't do but so much. Schrader is strong, but he's got a good ways to go before he catches up to that lead draft, which is now in turn three. Meanwhile, Jeff Gordon leads the parade back to the corner. He has discarded with the lap car of Jerry Nadeau. The lead back has to turn four. Jerry Nadeau yields the inside lane. Everybody scoots down to the bottom of the racetrack. The front seven cars stay single file dug in at the bottom as they race off four. Come to the stripe. Complete 80 laps. That puts us 200 miles into the Daytona 500. 20 laps away from the halfway point of the event. Gordon, Wallace, Martin, Wallace being rusty, then Dale Earnhardt and Chad Little. Let's tip the cap to Chad having a great run. He's up at fifth place right now driving a Ford Thunderbird here. That pack is in turn one. He is working on Dale Earnhardt too. Got a run at him about two laps ago coming off turn two. For now he's tucked in tightly behind Earnhardt. Earnhardt, as a matter of fact, the man who may be on the move. He's looking for a way to get by third place, Mark Martin. A couple laps ago, Dale Earnhardt came off of turn number two and kind of poked a headlight out from behind the rear bumper of Mark Martin, trying to test the waters, couldn't make the move happen. Earnhardt still stays in the fourth spot. And again, Chad Little gets a good run down the back straightaway, tries to take advantage, but Earnhardt is good at the bottom of the racetrack, eats up the inside lane, no room for Little to make the move on the entrance of turn three. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of the stages of the Daytona 500 after just making that pit stop several laps ago. Everybody just going to kind of ride right for the moment, not really take any chances, not put the car in any precarious positions, not really make any erratic moves. Well, that went out the wind in a hurry down in turn number one. See a couple of cars diving down to the bottom of the racetrack as they kind of bounce around a little bit in front of Joe Moore. Once again, that is Chad Little on the move, trying to get by Dale Earnhardt. He's been peeking down at the inside, looking for a chance to make the move. And again, Earnhardt slams the door on him. One driver taking a low line off of turn number two, testing the waters was Bobby Labonte. Labonte gets back in line. Now Mark Martin from the third spot. He 
knee breaks out of the grass. Trying to get a run on Rusty Wallace. He can't make the move happen. And Chad Little likewise tries to take over the fourth position. He'll try to do it up high. Earnhardt down to the inside. Here's Chad Little swinging up to the top of the banking off four. Bobby Labonte gets behind Chad Little. A little drafting boost there off the corner. And Chad will poke the nose of his car out in front of Earnhardt. So now Chad Little takes over fourth. Earnhardt to fifth. He's got Bobby Labonte to his outside. Now he's got Dale Jarrett to his inside. Earnhardt moves low to block as they head to one. This is going on from six on back. Earnhardt left out of the draft while they form up on the outside. Bobby Labonte gets by. Derek Cope falls in line behind him. Also trying to make the move by Earnhardt, but Dale comes back up in front of Cope. Dale Earnhardt will grab the sixth position. Derek Cope falls back to seventh and side by side for eighth. Dale Jarrett and Jeremy Mayfield battling there. Mayfield grabs eighth. Now, next year battles with Dale Jarrett for ninth. Dale Jarrett caught all by himself on the inside of the racetrack. Nobody to draft with. Now, here comes Terry Labonte, but he's still three car lengths behind. Jerry Nadeau on the outside of Earnhardt, or I should say Jarrett, as they race off the corner and down the short straightaway. Back at the start finish line when they cross the stripe this time, it'll be 17 laps away from the halfway mark in the Daytona 500. Back at Daytona, Jeff Gordon leads the 1998 running of the Daytona 500. The race for third is on in turn one. Mark Martin goes up the banking to block a move by Dale Earnhardt. He was going to try to take advantage, but Earnhardt may be caught in his own trap. Here's Chad Little going after him. Now diving down to the inside is Chad Little squeezing up in line in front of Bobby Labonte. Little will make the move and grab the fifth spot. Bobby Labonte is sixth. Jeremy Mayfield will run seventh. Here's Ernie Irvin rumbling out of the pocket down the back straightaway to the inside of Mike Skinner. Michael Waltrip goes with him on the bottom. Skinner is strong on top, but Irvin has a nose out in front as they race off the fourth turn. They've been getting with it all afternoon. Good run for Mike Skinner here at Daytona this afternoon. A lot of drivers this year, Alan, kind of feel like this is a year they really need to get cranking, really show what they can do. They've been around a while. Chad Little is one of those. Chad's probably some of the best equipment he's ever been in in his life, doing a, a, just an outstanding job here this afternoon. Right now, he's running in fifth position in the lead group in traffic now in turn one. Working around some slower traffic. Robert Presley yields the outside lane, yields the inside lane, actually, as he goes to the top of the racetrack. The front five machines motor past him off two. Dale Earnhardt will go by the lap car of Robert Presley. Now the draft shuffles down to the inside. Bobby Labonte practically pushing Chad Little past the lap car of Robert Presley. Working on Dale Earnhardt as they climb the banking, but Earnhardt shuts the door in a big way, holds on to the fourth position. They'll pack in single file behind as they race off turn four and down the short shoot. Work their way off of turn number four. Come down to the stripe to complete the 88th lap. About 13 away from halfway, make that 12 away from halfway, rather. And uh, at that point, we will pass out the Gatorade Front Runner Award on the day. $10,000 to the leader of the race at halfway from Gatorade, the official sports beverage of NASCAR. One driver who will not be taking a shot at that money is Kevin LePage. His car being rolled backwards along the pit lane. Eli Gold has the story. He has just climbed from the automobile after troubleshooting it. Kevin, I know first they said carburetor, then ignition, then engine. What finally put you out? Well, Eli, I hated for the LJ First Union Pioneer Chevrolet team. We really worked hard to get into Daytona 500. We were one of the fortunate ones to make it, but uh, I think something happened to our power plant. But it's great experience stepping up for the NASCAR Bush Series, isn't it? I just hope we can get a sponsor so we can continue to run for Rookie of the Year with the rest of the guys. Meanwhile, their next-door neighbor is Ken Schrader's team, and they're all smiles down here, guys, because Kenny continues to outrun so many others without the benefit of the draft. Andy Petrie said the man's doing a great job, isn't he? You have to agree. He's beginning to... 
closed down on that lead draft a moment ago. He was about 11 seconds behind. He's probably about five right now, so that gives you an idea of just how strong that car is out there running all by himself. At the lead right now is Jeff Gordon as he pulls him down the back straightaway. Rusty Wallace sits right in there behind him. Don't you know Rusty's got to have a big smile on his face after the way things have gone for him over the years here at Daytona and Talladega. I think he's about as laid back and as happy. We mentioned that the other day as I've ever seen him here with his race car. His last top 10 finish in the Daytona 500 was in 1990. It's been a long dry spell for Rusty Wallace, even just to be running up near the front of the pack at the end of the race. Don't want to jinx him, but we've still got a long way to go in this running of the 500. 90 laps complete now, 10 away from halfway. Couple three Pontiacs up there among that big lead group. Roy Roberts, the vice president of General Motors, who is the general manager of the Pontiac GMC division, is with us. Another exciting day for Pontiac excitement. Boy, they're running great. Well, it's an incredible day. We're awfully proud of the Pontiacs and that great team that we have uh, making it happen here in this great race. Bobby Labonte, of course, the fastest qualifier for the 500. He is running now fifth in his Pontiac. Derek Cope is seventh, and Ernie Irvin is ninth, so very strong trio of winning contenders there. I saw a note about uh, a, a special edition Pontiac Grand Prix, I believe, the other day that... Um Truthfully, I didn't quite get to get to look at before I came on the air. Uh, you could, folks have some special things going on where we, racing we is concerned. We're going to have about 1,500 of these vehicles for sale. Uh, they're replicas of the product that we have here. We think it's going to be real exciting in our dealerships, and our dealers are awfully excited about it. Roy, we appreciate your coming by, and congratulations on what's been a great speed week for Pontiac so far, and we'll keep our fingers crossed for you for later in the day. We're going to keep ours crossed, and we sure that the drivers are going to bring it home. Thanks a lot. All right, Roy. Roy Roberts, Vice President of General Motors, who is the General Manager of the Pontiac GMC Division, limited edition Pontiac Grand Prix pace car uh, additions available for you soon at a Pontiac dealer near you. Tell you, the Pontiacs have been impressive all of Speed Weeks down here, and they're being very impressive here today in the Daytona 500. But for the moment, nobody can do anything with Jeff Gordon. Remember, he started way back in about 29th position, patiently picked his way to the front, has used the draft real good, got a great pit stop a moment ago, and currently hangs on to the lead. Rusty Wallace still second, Dale Earnhardt's third, fourth is Bobby Labonte, and from fifth place on back, they may get three deep again down in turn one. A lot of shuffling going on as they come to turn one and it's uh, Mark Martin who gets shuffled to the outside lane they form up underneath him there's Jeremy Mayfield making a move by him Derek Cope gets by Chad Little tries to stick to those of his T-Bird to the low side of the track but Martin slams the door before he gets there everyone squeezes into single file formation headed by Jeff Gordon the lead draft now Rusty Wallace tries to take second away from Rusty Wallace but Wallace blocks the move in three Wallace is strong at the bottom of the racetrack so no room to make the move the front nine cars stay single file as they shuffle off four down the short shoot back to the trial Mark Martin getting shuffled back on this last lap by. Let's reset the order for you now. It is Jeff Gordon leading, Rusty Wallace second, Dale Earnhardt third, Bobby Labonte fourth, and Jeremy Mayfield having a great run in fifth. Sixth is Derek Cope. Seventh belongs to, at this point, Mark Martin. Chad Little is eighth, Ernie Urban ninth, Michael Waltrip tenth, Mike Skinner's eleventh, Dale Jarrett twelfth, Lake Speed thirteenth, Ward Burton fourteenth, and Terry Labonte is fifteenth, and he is the last car in that lead draft. A little bit behind them and closing rapidly all by himself on the racetrack. An amazing drive by Ken Schrader to this point after losing the draft earlier, now running him back down all by himself without any drafting help. So Schrader running in 16th position now, very shortly to join that lead group and start to try and pick his way up through the traffic. We'll be six laps away from halfway when they come back to the stripe this time. 
It's a pretty heavy mixing it up for position from seventh on back. Make that sixth on back, rather. Has allowed the front five to break away for the moment in a small group. Jeff Gordon, Rusty Wallace, Dale Earnhardt, Bobby Labonte, and Jeremy Mayfield now with about one second on the next car in line, which would be Mark Martins. Five laps away from halfway in the event from the Daytona International Speedway. This is MRN Radio. Back at Daytona, three laps from the halfway point of the 1998 Daytona 500. Jeff Gordon's the leader. Can he collect the 10 grand bonus for leading at halfway? He's in turn one. Rusty Wallace is going to try to take that away from him. Also, Dale Earnhardt, Bobby Labonte, and Jeremy Mayfield would like to get a shot at him. But for now, Gordon is strong, leading by two car lengths. Strong. He's pulling away from Rusty Wallace. Midway down the back straightaway. Wallace now with uh, heat from Earnhardt. Bobby Labonte, Jeremy Mayfield. That is the lead draft. Back to the corner. Front five stays single file. Here's Earnhardt feeling a challenge from Bobby Labonte, who had a good run down the back straightaway, but he can't complete the pass on the entrance of the corner. Gordon leads him off four. I think those three have been uh, kind of testing each other out the last 15 or 20 circuits around the racetrack. A couple of laps away from the halfway point right now. $10,000 if Jeff Gordon can hang on. And if memory served me right, Alan, last year I think he collected quite a bit. Of, he collected enough money that would have made me and you happy for the whole year. <laughs> it doesn't take much to make me happy along those lines. Gordon now with Rusty Wallace behind him. Earnhardt looks like he wants to try and make a move into. Earnhardt sees an opportunity to the outside of the racetrack, but it will not work. Earnhardt snaps back in line in third as they exit turn two. Jeff Gordon maintaining his two-car length advantage on Rusty Wallace. Now here's Dale Earnhardt, breaks out of the draft, looks inside, looks outside, looks inside, looks outside again, but he can't get around Rusty Wallace for the second spot. Bobby Labonte trying to take advantage of all that shuffling. Maybe a little momentum lost there for Earnhardt, but he hits the throttle again. He can't get by. Single file, they rumble off turn four. Tight five-car draft working back down to the start-finish line, heading down to the halfway point. One more circuit around, and we will be halfway home in the Daytona 500. Jeff Gordon, Rusty Wallace, Dale Earnhardt, Bobby Labonte, the top four as they work their way back to turn number one. Let's see if anybody can take that $10,000 away from Gordon as they head to turn two. Closing out on a slower car as they enter turn number one. The machine of Andy Hillenberg just ahead. He's occupying the inside lane, so Gordon may have to go high. Here they come off turn number two. Rusty Wallace, a car link behind Jeff Gordon. The dash for the halfway cash is halfway down the backstretch. Jeff Gordon leads the way, snaking in behind Andy Hellenberg now up to the outside of the lap traffic in turn three. Ready to punch up 10 grand on his rainbow colored cash register. Gordon swings up to the top of the banking. Here goes Wallace up high as well. They'll swing around Hellenberg and head off four back to the start finish line. Coming down to complete the halfway point of the 1998 Daytona 500. Jeff Gordon will lead at the crossed flags and Jeff Gordon will pocket the $10,000 Gatorade front runner reward today here at Daytona. He leads midway through the event. He leads, but he's still got a pretty hungry pack of cars chasing him now as they work back to the corner. Rusty Wallace right behind him, riding along in second. Dale Earnhardt in third. He takes a little bit higher line in turn two, as does the fourth-place man, Bobby Labonte, back in single file as they hit the back straightaway. Now Jeff Gordon starts to increase his lead over Rusty Wallace in second. Gordon's advantage only about a car length now, as Wallace has about a half a car length advantage on third place, Dale Earnhardt. Bobby Labonte again tries Earnhardt. Labonte with a good run down the back straightaway, but Earnhardt is so strong on the inside. Side, he just doesn't yield the lane. They tighten it up in the front four as they race off turn four. Kind of test each other out every lap around, but for the moment, I think they're just kind of playing out there, just making the laps go by, getting down to the sh shootout on this thing, assuming they're all still up there in that lead draft. Been surprised today, Alan, that uh, quite a few cars we expected to be up in that lead draft and contending here, not counting them out right now, but some of those back there that uh, we were talking about a moment ago. Jeff Burton, you just knew he was going to be a factor here this week, and Jimmy Spencer's had an outstandingly strong car ever since we came down here in Speed Weeks. 
and, and several other guys in that pack back there where they run a Jeff Bodine felt like he could get up there also not been the case today and they're running about a half a lap behind the race leaders now and losing ground every lap around Jeff Burton at the moment is back in 21st spot Jeff Bodine in 20th Jimmy Spencer in 18th and they are the second pack of cars we've got the lead group of uh, 16 and then it's a long ways back uh, to the 17th and 18th place cars on back like I said about a half a lap around here so quite a bit of ground behind Basically, they need a caution to try and close that up. That's the only way that that's going to happen. About another, say, eight laps or so away from what would be the second round of pit stops. We have been caution-free to this point in the 500. No yellow flags. Everybody came in between lap 51, say, and lap 58 for the first round of green flag pit stops. So between lap number, uh, around lap 110 or so, we'll see the second wave of stops. Uh, provided we don't see a caution flag in the next several moments. And uh, that'll be the next point for the pit crews to go head-to-head -head. during the first round of stops. Jeff Gordon's team did the best job. They got him out with the race lead when he did not have it going down pit road. So uh, good work for his crew in the first wave of stops. While we have a moment before those pit stops begin to unfold and the lead cars run along in line, we'll take a minute to say hello to Kevin Judge, the Vice President of Marketing for Raybestos Brakes, the official brakes of NASCAR. Going to pass out some money from Raybestos later today for the best break of the day. Seen any nominees so far, Kev? Well, it's a pretty close race. I think we're going to have to go all the way to the end before we can find who's going to take some of our money today. I would think so. Uh, watching the uh, Ray Bestis Rookie of the Year chase in the NASCAR Bush Series yesterday. Great performance by Kevin Schwantz, who came up with a top 10 finish, former world motorcycle champ. You folks are involved in a lot of different little facets of NASCAR racing, in addition to just being an official product supplier. Well, we're also going to be the um, uh, rookie sponsor for the uh, Winston Cup Series this year also as a new addition for us. And, of course, one of those rookies is driving that number 28 car who won the Raybestos uh, Rookie Award last year in the Craftsman Truck Series. So uh, Kenny Irwin doing a pretty fine job out here today uh, as well and looking to collect some more of that money. Kevin, uh, Raybestos has a NASCAR-named product out of the market. Tell folks about it if they're not familiar with it. Well, it's the uh, Broodstop uh, disc pads, and then we're going to introduce here very shortly a line of uh, rotors that uh, will complement our uh, Broodstop pads. So we, we'll have a full line of uh, rotors and pads for the performance-minded people. Kevin, appreciate you coming by. Thanks for all your support of the sport, and we'll talk with you again later in the season. Always a pleasure to come by, and good luck to everybody this year. All right, Kevin, thanks. Kevin Judge, Vice President of Marketing for Ray Bestis, the official brakes of NASCAR. And later on today, Barney and I are going to pass out the Ray Bestis Break of the Race Award, $500, to uh, the driver who experiences the biggest break during the event to go to Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries on that driver's behalf from Ray Bestis. Bernie Irvin made a pit stop a moment ago. He came in at lap 104. Also in was Dave Marcus and Steve Grissom is still on pit road. An update from Eli Gold. Bernie Irvin with a bit of a track bar adjustment. They go with four tires and fuel. They went 54 laps this time. Remember they came in earliest last time by at lap number 50. Steve Grissom is in. Again routine service. The same for Dave Marcus. These stops now at lap 105. This one's not going to work out as well for Ernie as the last one did. He did not have as good a stop and did not come off of pit road at speed just in time to fall in and among the leaders. In fact, the lead pack has gone well by him and has almost put uh, about half the distance of Daytona's long back straightaway on Ernie, and he's still not up to speed yet, so he will probably not come out among the pack as he did last time by making that early solo stop. He's still not fully up to speed, and others are going past him. 105 of the 200 laps complete in the 40th running of the Daytona 500. Jeff Gordon leads more pit stops when we come back.
There's a new leader in the Daytona 500. Dale Earnhardt has just gone by Jeff Gordon one lap ago, and now Earnhardt is back out in front of the event just after the 300-mile mark. Motor Racing Network live at the Daytona International Speedway, bringing you coverage of the 40th Daytona 500. Glad that you're with us. Earnhardt took Rusty Wallace and Jeremy Mayfield with him, drafting around Gordon. So those are now the front three drivers, Earnhardt, Wallace, and Mayfield, with Gordon dropping about five, eight car lengths back off of Mayfield now in fourth spot and in danger of losing the draft. A long ways back to fifth place, uh, Bobby Labonte, and sixth place, Mike Skinner, some six seconds behind the Jeff Gordon car to Bobby Labonte, and then another second and a half back to Mark Martin, Ken Schrader, Ernie Irvin, and Chad Little, who round out the top 10 at this point. We have 21 cars to the original 43 starters on the lead lap. Caution free in the 500 through 300 miles in the event. And at this point of the uh, 43 starters, only Kevin LePage and Ricky Rudd are not on the racetrack. LePage's car done for the day with an engine problem. Ricky Rudd has gone behind the wall. An update there first. Caution flag waving on the speedway. There's a car in trouble in turn four. Allen, it's Ward Burton. He's got a right front tire cut down, just limping his way back to the pit. Smoke billowing off of his machine as he heads toward pit road. Caution is on the speedway. It will come out out at lap 125. It's going to be a big break for some of the drivers that had lost that lead draft. We'll see everybody back in the pits here in just a moment watching Ward Burton work his way down pit road right now with a right front tire cut down as he heads for his pit to get service here. He's had a fairly decent run here this afternoon, but that's the last thing he needed was to cut a tire as we are under caution for the first time this afternoon in the Daytona 500. Big, big break. This caution flag was for a lot of guys who were about to go a lap down. Guys like Ricky Craven and John Andretti and uh, even Kyle Petty, Joe Nemechek, all going to come back around and uh, try and get back into thinking in the uh, thick of things for the win in this race. We just <laughs> we no sooner finished sending someone to go run scurry through the record books and find out if there's ever been a caution-free Daytona 500 and the yellow flag waves. There have been three of them, by the way: 1959, 61, and 62. So it's been a long time since it's happened, and now it's not going to happen again here today. While we wait for the field to come back around to pit road to make stops, let's take a minute to say hello to Mark Haglund, the president of STP Products, with us today. Another fine Daytona, and as always, it wouldn't be the same without STP here. Thanks for being here. Oh, it's great to be here, Alan. John Andretti back with the Petty team this year, and I know you folks are excited about that. We are. We feel very confident in him and uh, his abilities, and uh, glad to have him back. The Andrettis uh, go back a long time with STP, and it's great to have him back on board. You know, Richard mentioned the other day, we're talking so much about NASCAR's 50th anniversary this year, and this is the Petty family's 50th year in NASCAR. How long is it STP has been with the Petty team? 25, 27 years, 27 wow. years. Longest continuous sponsorship in, in sports, sports, I guess. Yes, it is. That's a fact. Mark, we sure do appreciate all of STP's support of uh, racing and NASCAR racing in general and look forward to another great year. Well, thanks a lot, Alan. It's good seeing you again. Mark Haglin, president of STP Products, here with us at Daytona today, watching John Andretti come to pit road along with the rest of a big pack of cars. Stops at lap number 126. Let's go first to Winston Kelly. Earnhardt, Rusty Wallace, Jeremy Mayfield, Bobby Labonte, the first, the midsection of pit road, squeezing in just in front of Rusty Wallace, another one of the cars, Mark Martin on pit road, Jeff Burton. All these cars now going to get four tires, 76 racing gasoline, up to Jim Phillips. Now we've got Jeff Gordon and they're concerned about maybe a dead in the air dam. It looks from here like he's all right. In front of him is Bill Elliott. In front of him is Michael Waltrip. Then we have Greg Sachs and Terry Labonte as Gordon roars out of the pit. 
now down to Eli Gold. Ernie Irvin is back in onto the pit lane. He was in a short while ago, had made a stop just about 20 laps prior. He's back in. Others at this end of the speedway, for the most part, now being shown more than at least a lap down. They'll be in in just a moment or so. Ricky Rudd is with us here behind the wall, the tide machine being looked at by the crew. Tough break. You were running fairly well then after that stop and go moments ago. It looked as though you all of a sudden were down on power, huh? Well, Eli, you know, we kind of questioned the stop and go. We followed a group of cars in. We followed them out, and I guess us and Musgrave were speeding. The rest of them weren't. But anyway, as it turns out, it doesn't make a big difference. We had something go sour in the motor. You know, we these guys worked so hard all winter to get this Ford here as Taurus, and uh, we were just a little off the pace all day. But we were kind of tagging along, staying in the lead lap, and hopefully needed a caution like we got right now. We could have been back in the thick of things. This might be the hot car, though, next week at Rockingham. Well, we like to think it'd be good somewhere. Uh, you know, I can't. The Taurus is a great race car. We just we just missed it a little bit, but we made big gains since the beginning of the week. Like I say, we're about a middle of the pack car, which last week we couldn't even hang on to the draft. That's Ricky Rudd. The crew's still working on the Tide Ford, hoping to get him back in for some points. If not, he'll look ahead to next weekend at the Rock. And in the middle section of pit road, some good news and bad news. The good news for Rusty Wallace, the best pit stop of the day. He got out first. The bad news, Mark Martins is behind the wall. It could be in the drivetrain. It could be in the rear end. Jimmy Finning talking to Steve Meal, who works with Roush Racing. They're calling up underneath the car. Mark's still sitting in the car with the window net up, so we're not able to get a comment from him right now. But it looks like it could be a drivetrain or a rear end problem for the Valvoline Ford. Not a good day for Mark Martin and some of Jack Roush's teams here, although Chad Little has been up in the front of the field for a good part of the afternoon, still running very strong. The race off pit road was won by Rusty Wallace. Coming out right behind him was Dale Earnhardt. Jeff Gordon followed in third place off the pit road. Then it looked like Mike Skinner and Bobby Labonte would be the next cars that came out of the pits, all making really good stops. Now that second round of pit stops being made here, cars that are a lap or more down are on pit road. Let's go back to Jim Phillips. And right in front of me is Sterling Marlin. They're getting right side tires. Tony Glover looking over the situation here. They go around the left side. Right behind him is Eddie Hillenberg. Then you've got Jeff Bodine in. You've got Rick Mast. You barely made it to the 500, but he's still running this afternoon in the Remington Ford. Then Jerry Nadeau is also in the pit lane for tires. Mark Martin, a report is maybe some rear end problems on that car. Some of the NASCAR officials along pit road reporting a stream of rear end grease from Mark's pit stall back to where that car was pushed behind the wall. So that could be the uh, trouble there for the Martin car. And Greg Sachs had been in a lap ago with the hood up on his machine. He is now back out onto the speedway as well. Motor Racing Network with live coverage of the 40th running of the Daytona 500 on a beautiful afternoon from Daytona Beach, Florida. Alan Bestwick here with Barney Hall. Joe Moore, Mike Bagley, and Fred Armstrong are covering the corners for us today. Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Eli Gold are in the pit and garage areas. We're under the first caution of the 500. Came out just after the 300-mile mark when Ward Burton cut a tire down up in turn number three, dropped some debris in the racetrack in that part of the speedway. And on an exchange of pit stops, it'll be Rusty Wallace, Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, Mike Skinner, and Bobby Labonte, the top five. The rest of the top ten, Jeremy Mayfield, Ernie Irvin, Lake Speed, Ken Schrader, and Jimmy Spencer. Back at Daytona, we're going racing next time by. The field is over in turn number two behind the uh, pace car now. So that'll give us a minute to tell you that next weekend, Motor Racing Network charges right on with the NASCAR Winston Cup Series to the North Carolina Motor Speedway in Rockingham. And we'll bring you live coverage of the Good Wrench Service 400 one week from today at 12.15 Eastern Time. Tickets available at the North Carolina Motor Speedway. Come on out and join us. Should be a great afternoon of racing, and we look forward to being at Rockingham 
one week from today. Matter of fact, I understand their ticket office is open right now if you'd like to pick up the telephone. Weekend begins on Friday with Bud Pole qualifying. 2.10 Eastern Time, our broadcast begins. Then Saturday, it is the Good Ranch Service 200 for the NASCAR Bush Series, 12.45 Eastern Time. All of that next weekend from the North Carolina Motor Speedway. Then in two weeks, we'll be out for the inaugural NASCAR Winston Cup Series weekend at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway starting on Friday, the 27th of February with Bud Pole qualifying. Saturday, the NASCAR Busch Series in a 300-miler. And then uh, two weeks from today, the inaugural Las Vegas 500 and the NASCAR Winston Cup Series on that beautiful mile-and-a-half racetrack out in the... Uh, Las Vegas, I guess, what do we want to call that? The glitter capital of the world, is that what they call it? And uh, be a lot of fun. Great racetrack and should be for some very, very exciting racing two weeks from today. Yeah, really, I, I think when the Cup guys get out there that have never raced on that racetrack, they're going to put on the best show that they have seen west of the Mississippi in a long, long time. Pace car on pit road. We're set to go back to green. Rusty Wallace brings him down to the line and up through the gearbox. First car, a lap down to the inside. It'll be Joe Nemechek trying to get himself back on the tail end of the lead lap. And he's going to race Rusty and run him hard into turn number one. May get himself back up there. Going to have to do it by himself, though, down on the inside lane. The draft falls in line behind Rusty Wallace. That's on the top side of the racetrack. Working their way now into turn number two. Still Nemechek struggling to stay up alongside Rusty Wallace. Wallace now gets the push. Coming off turn two, he and Earnhardt get by. Wallace blasts by. Now Earnhardt goes by. Joe Nemechek stuck down to the inside lane. No one to draft with. Is now up front. Dale Earnhardt in second. Almost pushing race leader Rusty Wallace back into turn three. Outing Wallace for the lead as he climbs the banking of turn number three big separation now between fourth and fifth as everybody scrambles around the lap cars on the inside coming off the fourth turn work their way off the corner now and come charging down into the trioval to the start finish line rusty wallace a car length in front of earnhardt he's got gordon skinner bobby labonte mayfield irvin lake speed all tucked right tightly together there the pack thunders off towards turn number one front nine cars nose to tail coming back to the turn snaking down to the inside lane of the racetrack earnhardt putting some pressure on rusty wallace gordon putting pressure on earnhardt Earnhardt. Now Gordon drops to the inside of Earnhardt. This is the race for second. Now Jeff Gordon down to the inside, but he has no drafting help. Bobby Labonte went with him for just a moment. Labonte got back up in line as now Jeff Gordon loses third. Now fourth. Jeff Gordon all down there by himself as Earnhardt goes for the lead. Challenge for the lead at the top of the banking. Rusty Wallace down to the inside of the racetrack. Earnhardt up high along with Mike Skinner. Battle is on for second now. Both have drafting help on the inside and the outside, but Earnhardt will come away with the lead in the Daytona 5 as they work their way back to the line and his teammate Mike Skinner helped him. Rusty Wallace might lose second place as they get back into turn number one. They get door to door. That's where the scramble is. Mike Skinner to the outside working with his teammate Dale Earnhardt. Earnhardt went to the lead. Now Skinner goes for the second spot. He'll get it in turn two. Here's Bobby Labonte now. He'll go after Rusty Wallace for third. Rusty Wallace down to the inside with limited drafting help as Jeff Gordon trickles through the field. Meanwhile, that battle between Wallace and Labonte still side by side. Now, Ernie Irvin gives Wallace drafting help to gain the third spot. Irvin pushes Wallace on by. Now he'll battle with Obani for the fourth position. Side by side, and they're stacked up two by two by two behind as they race off turn four. Field have gotten kind of spread out after a second set of green flag pit stops. Now they're all bunched up again with fresh tires on, and the intensity of the very start of the Daytona 500 is back once again. Across the stripe, here's Ken Schrader on the move to the outside.
side of Ernie Irvin for the fourth spot now. Schrader trying to rumble towards the front in one. Can't get rid of Ernie Irvin, though. Irvin pulls even again with Ken Schrader, racing side by side for fourth. Here's the push from Jimmy Spencer. He goes to the inside of Ken Schrader. He'll blast by him and get fifth. Jeff Gordon had thoughts of going three wide. He poked his nose down to the inside, but gets back in line. Double file. Up front, Dale Earnhardt leads the way. Mike Skinner second. Rusty Wallace third. Ernie Irvin fourth. They're side by side for fifth. Jimmy Spencer on the inside in that fifth place battle. Ken Schrader on the outside. They'll stack up double wide behind as they stay side by side for fifth off four. Getting kind of furious up at the front of the field. Mark Martin would normally be right up there in this, but for the moment he is sitting behind the wall. Let's get an update there. Winston Kelly. Well, he had just put his helmet back on as if he was ready to go back in. Mark, what would you end up finding out the problem was? Well, uh, we broke a gear there, uh, broke the pinion right off the end. We had that happen once about eight years ago, and uh, there's just not any reason, you know, or explanation. Uh, bad luck. Uh, I had a good car. The guys have worked hard to try to get this thing competitive, and we were given uh, Valvoline and Cummins and all these guys something to cheer for. I think we had a shot at a top five here, but it, uh, it's a disappointing uh, way for things to turn out. So it's a gear problem for Mark Martin, still behind the wall, but he does hope to return and get some points. Mark all the way back in 41st position now, as on the racetrack, we still have 40 of the original 43 starters charging along in the Daytona 500. Dale Earnhardt's heading up the pack right now as we work our way toward the 400-mile mark of the event. It is Earnhardt leading Mike Skinner, Ernie Irvin, Ken Schrader, and Rusty Wallace as we work now toward the late stages of the race. Bud. Why? Louie, eh? come on, let's get off the branch, man. It's been a long week. Uh, where are we going to go? The iguanas are having a barbecue. Let's crawl over there and throw down a few earthworms. Uh, what if the frogs decide to go? Good. I do not want to see them. Louie, yeah. Louie they're I'm not going to show up, all right? They hang out with the Hollywood friends yeah. now. You know, the snakes, the weasels. I'm telling you, if they do show up, I will not be held responsible for my actions. Oh, stop it. I will throw them on the grill myself. Good. They taste like chicken, you know. Yeah? Yeah, ugly chicken. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Select spark plug wires. Hi, I'm Jeff Burton, driver of the number 99 XI Batteries Ford Taurus. Replacing your tired spark plug wires can make a difference in power, performance, and mileage when you install Borg Warner brand Select spark plug wires. The super mad construction produces a hotter spark for more power and lower emissions. Look for Select spark plug wires and other Borg Warner brand products at your local auto parts store or through your ASE Warner certified technician. Spark plug wires. Borg Select. 135 of 200 laps complete in the Daytona 500. Change for the third position back and forth about every lap. Ernie Irvin and Ken Schrader racing for it. Rusty Wallace and Jeff Gordon right there as well, as is most of the rest of the cars on the lead lap. All bunched up tightly behind the Richard Childress duo of drivers. Dale Earnhardt and Mike Skinner lead the Daytona 500. From the Daytona International Speedway, this is MRN Radio. The intensity is building as we move toward the late stages of the Daytona 500. Beyond the leader, Dale Earnhardt, who is single file, they're double wide all the way back through just about all the cars that are on the racetrack. Big, big duel for second spot over in turn four. Ernie Irvin on the inside of Mike Skinner, side by side, and that's the way it stacks up behind as they race off the fourth turn and down the short straightaway. Tell you what, you don't really realize how good and how great a drivers these guys are. You sit up here and watch them do what they're doing here this afternoon, just a foot or so apart. 
30 in a pack going off into the corners at 190 plus miles an hour, getting three deep, two deep, shuffling inside, outside. Absolutely unbelievable. Earnhardt takes them back to one. Team Childress showing the way. Earnhardt and Mike Skinner first and second. Now the race for third. It is Ernie Irvin driving to the inside of the racetrack alongside Ken Schrader. He evens up with Schrader for third. Ernie Irvin had thoughts of going for second, but he has limited drafting help. The only cars down to the inside are Ernie Irvin and Rusty Wallace. Meanwhile, Mike Skinner goes for the lead in three. Skinner takes it up to the top of the banking. Earnhardt all by himself on the bottom. They're side by side for the lead of the Daytona 500 as they race off four and head to the trial. Mike Skinner is not yet led today. He's going to this time as he comes off the corner now quickly drops back down in front of his teammate Earnhardt to try and give him the draft. Schrader goes by Earnhardt for second as Skinner takes the lead. Now it is Bobby Labonte left to race with Earnhardt for the third spot. Double wide to one. Both have drafting help from behind. Behind Labonte it is Jimmy Spencer. Behind Earnhardt it is Ernie Irvin. Here now Ken Schrader takes a look underneath. Skinner goes up the banking. Loses control momentarily. Earnhardt's on the prowl again. Side by side for second. Dale Earnhardt to the inside. Race leader Mike Skinner and teammate moves over to the left to give Earnhardt drafting help. It does help, but now Skinner feels a challenge for Schrader for the lead. Schrader wants the lead. So does Earnhardt. Three wide for the lead in turn four. Earnhardt now clears Skinner. Schrader to the top side as they race off four. May well be some of the best racing we have ever seen at Daytona. Three wide and it's for the lead. Isn't back in the field. This is at the front of the field. Earnhardt comes away with the lead. He brings Kenny Schrader with him. Dropping back now to third will be Mike Skinner and he's got a challenge to hang on to that spot back in one. Ernie Irvin's got the Grand Prix hooked up on the inside of the racetrack. Racing alongside Skinner's Monte Carlo. That's for the third spot. Behind them still double wide all the way back. Rusty Wallace underneath Bobby Labonte for fifth. Then comes a lap car. Dick Trickle before Jimmy Spencer tries to make his move. Dale Earnhardt leads the way. Halfway down the back straightaway. Ken Schrader in his draft. Now behind them Ernie Irvin dives for the bottom. Side by side for third with Mike Skinner in three. Now it's going to be a battle for fourth as Skinner gets by. Irvin goes to the inside of Bobby Labonte. Now Irvin gets a little push from behind. Rusty Wallace is there. He's back into the third place battle. Off turn number four. They come down the short straightaway, leaning into the trioval. Double wide from third spot on back. Now here's Schrader looking to the high side of Earnhardt for the race lead at the stripe. Schrader draws alongside, pokes the nose out in front, off the trioval, nearly scrapes the wall, exiting. Earnhardt crowds him high as they go into one. Schrader gets the lead momentarily, but here comes Earnhardt again, driving hard to the inside of the racetrack. What you would expect, and Earnhardt goes back to the lead. The race now for second. Ernie Irvin goes after Schrader. Down to the inside. Ernie Irvin has all the drafting help he needs. Up high, Schrader has all he needs. Irvin to the inside of Schrader. Behind them, Rusty Wallace inside of Mike Skinner. Behind them, the left car of Dick Trickle inside of Bobby Labonte. Dead even for second as they haul it off to turn number three. Ken Schrader maintains the high lane. Down low is Ernie Irvin. Here's Earnhardt going with Irvin to the bottom. He leads as they head off turn four. They just have to wonder how much longer they can keep up this intensive type racing they're doing. Two wide, three wide. There are 30 cars up in that lead pack. Earnhardt has a lead for the moment. This time they work their way back into turn number one. Kenny Schrader, that's where he got into the wall here in the qualifying race the other day. Schrader, a very strong car. If he get a little drafting help, he may come away with a lead again. Ernie Irvin, though, the man on the move to the inside of Schrader. He goes. Irvin takes his Pontiac to second and now peeks to the inside of Earnhardt. First shot at the lead off turn two. Earnhardt breaks the draft, dies for the bottom of the racetrack. Earnhardt right in his tire tracks. It stacks up from third on back. Rusty Wallace inside of Ken Schrader racing double wide. It's a dead heat to three. Schrader swings it up to the top of the banking. Rusty Wallace goes to the bottom. They'll stay side by side for third. Here's Irvin trying to take a shot at Earnhardt as they come off four. Irvin peaks a little bit low. Now slides up in front of Ken Schrader, who's left door to door with Rusty Wallace for the third spot. It is Earnhardt. 
Earnhardt, Irvin, then Wallace and Schrader, then Skinner and the lap car of Dick Trickle, then Bobby Labonte next in line. Big old not a car is racing for the top spot in the Daytona 500 with 57 laps to go in the race. Back at Daytona, where Dale Earnhardt continues to lead the 40th running of the Daytona 500. So far today, it's been everything it was billed to be. A very competitive race. A lot of cars still in the hunt for the win. At this point, we have 18 drivers on the same lap with the race leader, and they're all up in the lead draft at this point. Got some lap cars mixed in and among them, but at this rate, Barney, this is anybody's race. Yeah, you can just uh, pick a, any one of those top 20 cars up there right now, and with just the right luck and this final pit stop, if it comes up under green, it could be anybody's race. It is a four-car breakaway right now, single file. Actually, the first seven are single file. They get a little daylight. That's the biggest breathing room anybody has had since they went back under green as they work over to Joe Moore in turn two. Yeah, get a chance to catch their breath in weekend two as the front nine cars now go nose to tail. Tenth on back, still some good racing going on there. John Andretti, Chad Little, they're mixed up along with a couple of lap cars as they exit turn two. Single file, the front nine go down the back straightaway. Dale Earnhardt leads. Ernie Irvin in his tire tracks. Then Jeremy May Field third, Rusty Wallace fourth, back to three. Swinging it into turn number three, going up high on the banking is the STP Pontiac, working his way around Dick Tipple, Trickle's lap machine. Chad Little goes high as well to try to clear the lap car coming off the turn. The 52 laps to go now, and the leader comes to the stripe. Expect the last round of pit stops should the race go green for the distance to come up about lap number 180. So now, after everybody was on pit road at 126, and we put 22 laps on the tires, just like we saw from the very start of the race, things beginning to show themselves as far as who's handling better than who at this point and the field beginning to spread out just a little bit from that super intense racing we had not only in the first 20 laps of the race but in the first 20 laps after the restart over this last short while got uh some folks at Winston probably figuring they might have to pay out a little bit of money here today. Of course, the Winston Noble 5 program underway. Five drivers that finished in the top five spots in the Winston in the uh, the 500-miler uh, at Talladega in October of last year. If one of them can win the race today, getting a million-dollar bonus from the folks at Winston. And the top five finishers in the race today go to Charlotte. Memorial Day weekend for the 600-miler there with a shot at winning another million. Cliff Pennell is with us, the president of Sports Marketing Enterprises for R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company. Got your checkbook ready? I tell you, it looks like we're going to have that opportunity. What a fascinating race this is. It's good to see um, the three car out front. Um, he's won this alone, but we got a lot of racing left ahead of us, and I think it's anybody's race, but certainly um, the Nobu 5 um, extra million dollars may be um, awarded in that winner's circle at the end of this race. Cliff, all five of the guys that are eligible for it here at Daytona still up there running well. Kenny Schrader was second a moment ago, and John Andretti very much up in the hunt. He was ninth. 14th was Terry Labonte. Sixth was Bobby Labonte, and Ernie Irvin was uh, up to third and fourth. It's all five of them are up in the top ten, so it's a good chance either one of those could could win. Well, we're you know we we'd be more than happy to give away that million dollars, Barney. I think uh, that's uh, we think this is a heck of an opportunity. It's uh, we've enhanced the program from the Winston Million to the No Bull Five um, to in honor of the 50th anniversary of NASCAR, and we see this as a tremendous opportunity. So we'll be there in the winter circle looking. Looking forward to do that if it happens. Another announcement made recently by you folks, Cliff, is that the NASCAR Winston Cup Point Fund has been bumped up again this year. Pretty big chunk of change for the champion at the end of this season. Uh, you know, we're, we're committed to this sport. It's an important part of what we do. And, um, you know, we've been proud to help this sport grow to the level that it has, and we look forward to that continuing. $2 million for the NASCAR Winston Cup champion at the end of this 1998 season, over $5 million point fund. Cliff, we appreciate all of uh, Winston's support of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. And, oh, by the way, 
Jimmy Spencer has just worked his way up to now the eighth spot after dropping back and being a little bit behind earlier. They seem to have gotten that Team Winston car sorted out too. He's running pretty good all week, and uh, this is Jimmy's birthday, so I know that'd be a heck of a birthday present for him if he was to, to win the Daytona 500 on his um, his birthday. Jimmy, the big 4-0 today here at Daytona Cliff. Thanks for dropping by, and we'll keep an eye out and see if uh, we have to write the big check in victory lane. Guys, I'll look forward to it. See you later. Cliff Pennell, the president of Sports Marketing Enterprises of the R.J. Reynolds Tobacco company the Winston Noble five may be paid out here today in the Daytona 500 if one of those five guys wins it'll be two million dollars plus that the winner will take home in this 40th uh, running of the great American race that'd be pretty spectacular be a payday they will talk about for a long long time it is still Dale Earnhardt in the lead Ernie Irvin sits right in there in second Jeremy Mayfield is third he's having a heck of a run here this afternoon Rusty Wallace currently is fourth and making up the top five Ken Schrader Back at Daytona, working toward the 400-mile mark of the 1998 Daytona 500. At this point, we'll reach that mark in another four laps around the speedway. And on the racetrack, we have some 18 cars on the same lap with the race leader. Dale Earnhardt is the man out in front right now. A seven-car breakaway, maybe becoming six up in turn one. Yeah, they're about to lose one of the cars in that draft. Ken Schrader was tucked up there right behind Mike Skinner for the last few laps. Now losing contact with the front five, or rather six machines as they hit the back straightaway now. But six cars running single file. Now here's Ernie Irvin breaking out of the draft, challenging Dale Earnhardt for the lead. Earnhardt moves over to block. Ernie Irvin and the rest get back in line. They'll take a peek there, but nothing doing. Now Irvin slides up the banking, backs up a a little bit. Rusty Wallace has to check up. Now Gordon goes up to the top of the banking. That scrambles up the bank as they race off turn four. Door to door. That's for second place as they work their way down to the line. It's going to allow Earnhardt to get a little breathing room. Rusty Wallace trying to take it away from Ernie Irvin as they work their way back into the corner. Let's make that Jeremy Mayfield. What a day Mayfield has had here this afternoon. Six cars up in a kind of a knot down in turn one. Side by side for third now as Rusty Wallace drives to the inside of Ernie Irvin. They leave him up on the high side of the banking. Nobody there to help him. He'll try to squeeze back in line in fifth, just ahead of the Mike Skinner car. He's successful in doing that. Now it's Team Penske's turn to take a shot at Dale Earnhardt. Jeremy Mayfield and Rusty Wallace running second and third. Those two teammates tracking Dale Earnhardt for the race lead in three. Good news for Ken Schrader as everybody race side by side for third, fourth, and fifth. Schrader has caught that draft again. Here's Earnhardt leading him off four. Everybody stays single file as they head down the short tube. Dave Marcus comes to pit road at lap 157 as the field comes to the start-finish line with Dale Earnhardt Hart now got Jeremy Mayfield on his back bumper. Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon, Ernie Irvin, Mike Skinner, and Ken Schrader. Schrader tucked back up now tightly again on the lead group. Then a pretty good distance back to where Bobby Labonte heads the next draft. He's in the eighth place. He's got Jimmy Spencer right behind him, riding along in ninth. And a good run for John Andretti of the STP Pontiac. He rounds out the front ten. Those cars trying to catch up with the lead draft. The lead draft headed by Dale Earnhardt. Then Jeremy Mayfield, Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon, Ernie Irvin, Mike Skinner, and Ken Schrader all running in each other's tire tracks back to the corner. Swinging up the banking of turn number three. Here's Skinner just peeking up to the top of the banking for a moment. Drops back in line. Schrader still right on his bumper as they race off turn four. About to put 159 laps on the scoreboard in the Daytona 500. Only one caution flag this afternoon as Dale Earnhardt continues to lead. Just past 400 miles of the Daytona 500 into the final sprint of the race now to the finish. Dale Earnhardt is the man out in front, but he has lots of company at the head of the field. One driver who will not factor into deciding the win in this event is Jeff Burton. He has just come to pit road, but smoke trailing from behind the Exide machine. And he has gone uh, now a couple of laps down, and it looks like his chances for a good finish today are not going to happen. 
Let's set the field for you now at the 400-mile mark and let you know how things stack up as we get set for the final 100 miles of the race. Dale Earnhardt leads with Jeremy Mayfield, Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon, Ernie Irvin, Mike Skinner, and Ken Schrader right in his back bumper. They had been a while back, they being the second draft. They're now closing up. Bobby Labonte is pulling the second group up toward the leaders. Bobby running now in the eighth spot. Jimmy Spencer's ninth, John Andretti's tenth, Bill Elliott is eleventh, and Michael Waltrip is twelfth. Thirteenth is Ricky Craven, Kyle Petty is fourteenth, Terry Labonte fifteenth, Chad Little sixteenth, Bobby Hamilton seventeenth, and the last car on the lead lap is Lake Speed. He would be in the eighteenth position. First car, one lap down in 19th is Jerry Nadeau. Sterling Marlin is 20th. Ted Musgrave, 21st. Joni Machek, 22nd. Mike Wallace, 23rd. Brett Bodine, 24th. And Kenny Irwin, 25th. 26th is Ward Burton. And the first car, two laps down, is Dick Trickle in 27th, followed by Steve Grissom in 28th, Rick Mast in 29th, Andy Hillenberg in 30th, Robert Presley in 31st. And now Jeff Burton in 32nd. Jeff will be the first car four laps down. Got Jeff Bodine in 33rd, Darrell Waltrip 34th, Billy Standridge 35th, and Dale Jarrett 36th. Steve Park just had his car pushed behind the wall. He will show in 37th spot. Dave Marcus is in 38th, Derek Cope 39th, and Mark Martin is back on the racetrack. He's in 40th position, 12 laps down to the race leader. Cars also uh, encountering problems here recently would include Greg Sachs. Ricky Rudd is behind the wall and out of the race, and Kevin LePage is also out of the race, and that's the way the field stands at the 400-mile mark. Only one caution flag has slowed the event. That came back at lap 125 when Ward Burton blew a tire and dropped some debris on the racetrack. Other than that, it has been a clean and green Daytona 500 to this point. Eight different drivers have led the race. They've traded the top spot 13 times, and that is the way things stand now. This mid-race update, sport brought, sponsored by... Chase Authentics, the official trackside apparel of NASCAR. Now you can wear the same NASCAR shirts, caps, and jackets worn by Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, Bobby and Terry Labonte, Rusty Wallace, and Dale Jarrett. Chase Authentics at NASCAR specialty and department stores everywhere. Now back to the race where the chase is on. Five cars still very much up in the lead draft as they work their way over toward turn four. Chasing Dale Earnhardt as he swings into turn number three once again. Jeremy Mayfield back in second, then Rusty Wallace and Jeff Gordon. Ernie Irvin is sitting back in the fifth spot as they race off turn four. Mike Skinner and Ken Schrader have fallen a few car lengths back off that front five now as they come to the stripe. We go to Pitt Rose. Steve yeah, Park got... has just climbed from his Pennzoil machine, and I know a Richard Childress engine having uh, given a little problems, but you had yourself a pretty good learning experience in your first Daytona 500, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We were just trying to stay out of trouble and just try to stay in uh, in the draft, and uh, I don't know. We just thought it seemed like we were losing power the last 10 or 15 laps, and uh, I don't know if it's a motor. It looks like it's an ignition problem right now. So right now, the crew still looking underneath the hood, seeing if they can get Steve Park back in for the final few laps of the Daytona 500. Let's go to Jim Phillips. And it's not been a good day for Greg Sachs. His car is behind the wall. They continue to work on it. Greg, what's got you behind the wall? Well, Winston, apparently we had something go wrong up under the hood. So they've had bad shocks. They had two shocks to go bad earlier. They changed those, and now it's... Uh engine problem for Greg Sachs. Been a very low attrition rate in the Daytona 500 here this afternoon. I was just sitting up here thinking a, a, a little while back and uh, I was about to point it out. Alan, it's un it's, it has not been the last five years. It is amazing how bulletproof they have made the engines and everything else in these race cars. You just don't see that many people go behind the wall unless they get yeah. caught up in a wreck anymore. Yeah, in any of the races throughout the NASCAR Winston Cup season, it's pretty rare when we have a high attrition list anymore. It just comes down to not only finishing laps 
But, uh, you know, first of all, you got to qualify. The whole sport from start to finish of the weekend has gotten so competitive. It's very tough to get in a race. you got to qualify well. Then running in the race, well, first of all, you got to finish. People don't fall out of races anymore. Then you have to finish competitively because the competition, not only are there cars not falling out of races, but at this point, after 400 miles of this event, when we had a green flag pit stop or two and, and a long green flag run, we've still got 18 drivers on the lead lap. So you've, it's really gotten that competitive. It's very, very tough anymore. Well, the sunshine that we had a little bit earlier has gone away. The overcast beginning to move in right now will cool the racetrack down here and uh, maybe change things for that final 20 lap or so dash to the finish when they make that final pit stop. 168 laps are complete in the Daytona 500. Closing in on the finish of the 40th Daytona 500, Dale Earnhardt out front once again in this race in its closing stages. We've seen this movie before. <laughs> Will 1998 be the year that the luck finally holds out for Earnhardt and he can take the checkered flag in his 20th try in this great race? Earnhardt with three other cars right in his back bumper at the moment. Jeremy Mayfield, Rusty Wallace, and Jeff Gordon right with him. Then about a second and a half of empty racetrack before you get back to Ernie Irvin, who is the fifth place car. Mike Skinner, Ken Schrader, Bobby Labonte, Jimmy Spencer, and John Andretti. That is the rest of the top 10 with now 28 laps to go. And Derek Cope is on pit row. Let's get Oh, trouble off turn two. John Andretti makes contact with Robert Presley. They were trying to pass the lapped cars, and as Andretti drove down to the inside of Presley, they made contact and now spin down the back straightaway to the infield safety. Caution is on the speedway. It will come out at lap 172 as they will race back here to the start-finish line as Dale Earnhardt brings them out of turn number four and comes back down. He, nobody's going to pull out to pass. Quickly, let's go back and get an update over there on the accident. That second pack of cars that uh, Alan was just talking about from the fifth spot on back was trying to make their way past a pack of about three lapped machines. As it came off turn number two, the last of those was Robert Presley. John Andretti, who was running along in the 10th position, tried to move to the inside of Presley. The two cars came together. Once they exited the banking of turn number two, they made contact and slid down on the infield on the back straightaway. Both cars able to refire and drive off. Here's John, John Andretti bringing his car into the pits, so apparently not much damage to it. At least we don't see any sheet metal damage. Now this is going to set up one way a little yeah. finish. Head-to-head -head pit stops coming up here. Everybody would have needed to make another set of green flag stops about 10 laps from now. So now that track position that is so critical to uh, a final sprint to the finish like this going to be determined by the pit crews. They'll go at it side by side under caution flag stops when the field comes back around and see who comes off pit road with the race lead. Today's broadcast of the Daytona 500 coming your way on one of 522 radio stations in 50 states. A new record for our coverage of the 500 from Daytona. We welcome those of you listening in Anchorage, Alaska on KFDQ Radio in Denver, Colorado. It's KKFN with us today. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, WKJN Radio on the Daytona 500 broadcast, as is KOWW Radio in Kansas City, Missouri. In Providence, Rhode Island, WCTK Radio with us. Salt Lake City, Utah, it's K. KNRS in Seattle, Washington, KJR Radio, all joining Motor Racing Network for the first time today as we bring you live coverage of the Daytona 500. Well, John Andretti and Robert Presley both make an appearance on pit road. Apparently all they did was just slide down that long back straightaway. It didn't appear they made any contact, and they will go back onto the racetrack. What's going to be interesting now is who gets off pit road first as the pace car with the rest of the field in tow brings them down off turn number four. And that line to the out of the inside, everybody heading down to pit road now, led in by Dale Earnhardt. This could easily be who wins or who loses the Daytona 500. 
by how you come out of the pits. Earnhardt brings them in. Mayfield comes right in behind him. Then Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon, Mike Skinner, Bobby Labonte is in. Let's go down to Eli Gold. First, Ernie Irvin and Jimmy Spencer. They've gone to the right side on both of those cars. Originally, they said if they were going to go with only 20 laps remaining, they would take just fuel. Here, it's two tires for Spencer, four for Ernie Irvin. Jim Phillips. Jeff Gordon is in. Only two tires for Gordon. He says, get me out first and we'll win. Down to Winston Kelly and Dale Earnhardt. Spins. Two tires for Earnhardt. Then Skinner comes out. Then Mayfield just gets out in front of Gordon, who gets out just in front of Rusty Wallace. All these cars getting two right side tires and gasoline. So all the deal making that Larry McReynolds and these guys tried to unfold didn't work out. Two tires in midsection. Race off pit road again will be won by Dale Earnhardt. Mike Skinner comes out second. Out third is Jeremy Mayfield, followed by Jeff Gordon fourth and Rusty Wallace fifth. That's the way the top five come off pit road. We'll set the rest of the field for you in a minute. Michael Waltrip with some problems on his pit stop. He apparently took an air wrench with him when he left pit road. He will have to come back down pit road for a penalty for that and has uh, left the air wrench out on the racetrack along the way, too. They're going to go out and retrieve that. So we'll be another lap or two before we go back to green. Take a break and come back to Daytona with Dale Earnhardt leading the 500 with 25 laps to go. From the Daytona International Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Back at Daytona off of Pit Road, Dale Earnhardt maintains the lead in the Daytona 500. His teammate Mike Skinner will move back up to the uh, second spot on the exchange of pit stops. With Jeremy Mayfield third, Rusty Wallace fourth, and Jeff Gordon fifth. You've got Bobby Labonte sixth, Jimmy Spencer seventh, Ken Schrader eighth, Terry Labonte ninth, and Bobby Hamilton tenth. Eleventh, Michael Waltrip until he just made a second pit stop a moment ago. Twelfth, uh, Ernie Irvin, Kyle Petty thirteenth, Bill Elliott fourteenth, Ricky Craven fifteenth, Lake Speed sixteenth, Chad Little seventeenth, and John John Andretti, 18th, the last car on the lead lap. Those drivers in position to try and settle the Daytona 500 over its final 24 laps. Still working the caution flag while cleanup continues out on the racetrack from the spin-off of turn number two, and they check to make sure that nothing else was left on the racetrack by the cars coming back around after that spin. So we'll take just a minute to kind of reflect back on the 50th anniversary of NASCAR. Of course, this begins its 50th season. And, uh, Barney, a lot of great memories over those 50 years. I had the great pleasure and honor of being able to host a ceremony on Friday night here introducing the 50 greatest drivers of all time in NASCAR, selected by a special panel. And you want to talk about a collection of people in one room. It, it really was a special night. Yeah, we've seen a lot of the, the uh, 50 people here at Daytona walking around the garage area. Got uh, kind of tickled this morning watching David Pearson and A.J. Foyt down there arguing about who was the oldest, which that would be <laughs> between those two right now. But uh, some of the greatest names in the business have been here all week. Yeah, very spectacular night. Uh, Herb Thomas, uh, one of the all-time greats of the sport, was here, uh, as were people like Cotton Owens and uh, all the way up to today's drivers, like Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Gordon, who were in the room as well. Bobby Allison was there, Richard Petty, a fabulous night. The 50 greatest drivers of all time named here on Friday in a uh, ceremony at Daytona Beach. Be a lot of memories to relive across this 1998 season as NASCAR celebrates its 50th year, and we'll bring a lot of those to you as we work throughout our broadcasts of the year. Remember back at some great races of the past and so on, and perhaps we'll get the chance uh, between now and the finish of today's Daytona 500 to relive one of the great 500 finishes of the past. But for now, we're about a half a lap away from going back green for what's going to be a 23-lap shootout to the finish of this race. We're just looking on the... The uh, scoring monitor here to see how many cars are still on the lead lap. 18 cars are still on the lead lap. Michael Waltrip is the last of those 18 that is on the lead lap. Now, who's going to win it here? Looks like Dale Earnhardt uh, may again be in one of the best positions he's been all day long. The car's been able to stay up there. He's uh, dropped back in the field several times, been able to come back to the front. 
Mike Skinner has looked awfully good, and with those two teammates uh, kind of drafting a little bit earlier here this afternoon, they had a strong combination. Never know. Yeah, here's the trick to it. We've seen from the start of the race, from the restart after the last caution flag, the first 20 laps of a run when everybody's on those fresh tires have been very intense, very equally matched. Then the last few laps would become kind of uh, the handling would start to come into play. Now, though, for the first time all day, everybody only took two tires on. Will everybody be as tightly bunched together off the drop of the green flag as they were before or not? Who's Two-tire change agrees with their car at this point in the race. Cloud coverage changed the temperature of the racing surface. A lot of unknowns as we get set to try and settle the 500. There'll be 23 laps to go as they come to the stripe. We're about to find out. Green flag goes in the air. Earnhardt races off for turn number one. Sterling Marlin is the first car down to the inside. A lap down. Mike Skinner just literally puts the bumper against Earnhardt and says, let's get away from everybody as they head down to turn one. They go to the outside of the racetrack while the lap car, Sterling Marlin, sits to the inside. Here's Jeremy Mayfield third place man he'll fall in line on the high side of the track right behind Mike Skinner they have now left Rusty Wallace with two lap cars separating them from him then comes Jeff Gordon Bobby Labonte and Jimmy Spencer the front three have left Rusty Wallace in the dust now the lap car squeeze up alongside Rusty now here's Rusty breaking out for the lap car of Joe Nemechek and Sterling Marlin Rusty now closes up back on third place Jeremy Mayfield Wallace and Gordon go to the bottom of the racetrack they'll dust off Sterling Marlin as he heads to the high side the front six cars all single file race off turn four Dale Earnhardt leading as they come out of the corner down to the stripe they're three deep a little bit farther behind him but the front six are single file Earnhardt Skinner Mayfield Wallace Gordon Bobby Labonte here's Mayfield gonna try and rumble underneath Mike Skinner for the second spot off the trial back to turn one got the door open up on the inside of the track and Mayfield goes by to grab the second spot door is left open for two more Rusty Wallace goes through Jeff Gordon goes through why not Bobby Labonte also makes the move now, Team Penske steamrolls off of turn two. One children's car out of the way in the formal Mike Skinner. Now, how about the other? Dale Earnhardt leads. Jeremy Mayfield, Rusty Wallace, and Jeff Gordon to three. Still a side-by-side -side battle for fifth. Bobby Labonte digs in at the bottom of the racetrack. Sterling Marlin will give him some drafting help. He'll race Mike Skinner as they head off four down the short straightaway. Yeah, Mike got uh, out of the draft right there. For the moment, he has just kind of hung out to dry. All he needs to do now is find somebody to draft with and get back up there to be a factor to win this race. Earnhardt across the line takes him back to turn number one. Jeremy Mayfield rides right in behind him, then Rusty Wallace, then Jeff Gordon. And for the moment, I got a feeling they may stay that way to put a little daylight on everyone else they're in two they're accomplishing that too getting out by about 10 car lengths over the rest of the field a tight four car draft now making their way up by the slower car of mark martin earnhardt has a car length on jeremy mayfield still double wide for the fifth spot bobby labonte down to the inside of mike skinner skinner now gets the advantage put mike skinner up to fifth bobby labonte back to sixth now the rest of the field trying to work through the lap traffic back to the corner jimmy spencer the next car in line to work down to the inside of sterling marlin trying to get by there meanwhile the front four tighten up in a single file draft off the fourth turn. Down to the start-finish line. 20 laps, 50 miles to go in the 1998 Daytona 500. Dale Earnhardt, Jeremy Mayfield, Rusty Wallace, and Jeff Gordon out in front for now, appearing to try and pull away and settle it among themselves. Back at Daytona, the front 10 cars in the 500 all nose to tail, crossing the start-finish line, completing lap 192. There are eight to go. Dale Earnhardt is out in front. So far, nobody has mounted a charge on him over the final laps. Let's check down in his pit, see how comfortable or uncomfortable his crew chief, Larry McReynolds, is. Larry, two quick questions. Is first the place to be for you, and can you hold off those teammates? I'm not sure with those two team cars, uh, Winston. That's two Fords, and they're pretty tough, and they've been tough all day. 
Uh, I'm sure he's making that car awfully wide right now. Just going to have to see. Larry McReynolds wanting his driver, hoping his driver can hold him off. If anybody can, it'll be Earnhardt. They're in four. Bobby Labonte moves to the outside now of Jeremy Mayfield. They'll go side by side for second down the short shoot. Bobby made a run down the back straightaway and got the third spot away from Rusty Wallace. Now he's racing side by side with Mayfield for second. Here comes Gordon to his inside. Earnhardt over the block. Bumper tag going on at 190 miles an hour. They're in one. Mayfield goes to the inside now. Tries to pull up alongside Earnhardt. Earnhardt gets away. It'll be Mayfield and Gordon. They'll race for the second spot. Earnhardt gets two car links out in front. Still Ford and Chevy side by side for second. Behind them momentarily three wide as Rusty Wallace inside, Skinner in the middle, Bobby Labonte outside, now bundles back to double wide, racing for the second spot, Mayfield gets drafting help for Wallace to push him up into the second spot. Mayfield dives down low, gets drafting help from Rusty Wallace, retakes second, now Wallace dives down to the inside of Gordon, the battle is on for third off four. Better get your best hold and hang on as they work their way back down to the start finish line, laps are winding down to the Daytona 500, there will be six to go, Earnhardt still hangs on to the lead, Jeremy Mayfield field rides right behind him single file third placed in jeopardy right now in turn one that is where jeff gordon works the outside lane he'll get drafting help from bobby labonte to the inside there rusty wallace he's trying to make up some ground and does wallace gets by labonte moves back to fourth while earnhardt still leads jeremy mayfield first side by side battles kent schrader down to the inside of bobby labonte that's for the fifth spot while the front four run single file earnhardt mayfield Gordon, Wallace, then side-by-side side, Schrader and Labonte. Schrader with a good shot down the back straightaway. Flanks Labonte as they go side-by-side side for fifth. He'll pick up drafting up on the inside. Ernie Irvin is there as they race off the turn. Down to the start-finish line. Five laps to go in the Daytona 500. Dale Earnhardt, Jeremy Mayfield, Jeff Gordon, and Rusty Wallace now single file the first four. Door-to-door -door for fifth. Ken Schrader and Bobby Labonte. They're double wide from there on back, but the front four lined up and moving away. Everybody waiting to see when the opportunity will present itself for Earnhardt. All he can do is wait and see what's going to shape up behind him. For now, Jeremy Mayfield tucked right in behind him. Then third place, Jeff Gordon riding along also in single file. Rusty Wallace in the fourth spot trying to block an advance from Ken Schrader. Schrader got the fifth spot on Wallace, but now Wallace blocks. They're side by side for sixth. Ernie Irvin down low, Bobby Labonte up high. Still side by side as they climb the banking. Bobby Labonte gets some help from behind. Jimmy Spencer goes up high as well. They'll stay side by side for sixth off four. Still a four car breakaway at the front of the field. You have to wonder what's going through Dale Earnhardt's mind. He may be thinking, you know, this is the best car I've probably ever had here. Might be the last chance in my career I have to win the Daytona 500 going to be hard to take it away from him, Joe Moore, as he works his way down to the corner. Whoever, if, if anybody pulls it off, they will earn it. We've seen Dale Earnhardt make that car plenty wide, and that's what he's going to have to do because he knows he'll try to mount a challenge from behind him. For now, Jeremy Mayfield, the closest thing. Here's the challenge for third, though, as Rusty goes after Jeff Gordon. Folks, the headlight from out from behind. Gordon's Chevrolet. Now Rusty down to the inside. Now three wide. Schrader goes to the outside. Now Wallace gets third. Schrader comes with him. Schrader, Wallace side by side for third spot. Third Third spot under contention in turn number three as Wallace digs into the bottom. Schrader goes up high. The front two break away off the fourth turn. The Courage Award for the day goes to Ken Schrader. Driving with a cracked sternum. Suffered in a hard crash here Thursday during the 125s. Jeff Gordon left out of the draft. He's falling back. Something wrong with Gordon's car. As the field goes by Gordon's car, he's falling off the pace down to the tail end of the field as the leaders go back to one. Everybody storms by Jeff Gordon. He hugs the inside lane. The entire field flashes by. Earnhardt shows the way. Jeremy Mayfield steal with him. The battle now for third off turn two. Bobby Labonte takes the outside lane, gets up alongside Rusty Wallace, and nobody ha Rusty has no one to dance with. 
Bobby Labonte goes by, Jimmy Spencer goes by, Schrader goes by, Wallace gets in line, but feels a challenge from Ernie Irvin. Bobby Labonte shoots down the back straightaway, slips it up to the outside lane. Now the challenge is on for second off turn four. Rides his way right up against the wall as they come down to the line. Laps are winding down in a hurry in the Daytona 500 now. Bobby Labonte gets right behind Earnhardt, sandwiches himself in there in a contention to win that $1 million bonus in the No Bull Five. Can he pull it off? He's working Earnhardt over in turn one. Earnhardt shows the way back into turn one, hugging the inside of the racetrack with Bobby Labonte, a car length behind him. Mayfield rides along in third now, then Ken Schrader in fourth. Fifth is Rusty Wallace. The battle is going on for the sixth spot. Oh, and now trouble off the turn. One car slides down to the inside at his late speed. He makes contact with John Andretti. Both cars spin down to the inside of the racetrack as everyone else gets away. This is the race for the win of the Daytona 500. Fields in three. Earnhardt swings up to the top of Rick Mass, the lap car on the bottom of the racetrack. Dale Earnhardt puts on the block. Earnhardt slips off turn four. Back to the checkered flag. Earnhardt in front of Bobby Labonte. A lap car to the inside. Rusty Wallace make that Mayfield and Labonte banging for second to the stripe. Dale Earnhardt comes to the white flag and the caution flag. And Dale Earnhardt is going to win the Daytona 500 in his 20th try. It'll be Earnhardt coming to the stripe finally eluding the one prize in NASCAR racing that has eluded him the most over his illustrious career. Let's go back to turn number two, recap the incident that brought out the caution flag and set up a white flag finish for the 500. It Joe was Moore. Trouble. It was trouble back in the pack a little ways, Alan. Lake Speed and John Andretti made contact once they came off the banking. Both cars spun down to the inside, out of harm's way. Everyone else drove on by. Both those cars able to continue as well, but it set up the finish of the Daytona 500. Dale Earnhardt will be rolling down to victory lane and talk about an emotional victory lane. I got a feeling we're going to have one today. Quickly, let's give you the top five. Earnhardt will win. Bobby Labonte will finish second. Running third should be Jeremy Mayfield. Kenny Schrader, what a move he made with about five laps to go up there to get himself in contention to win, but he settles for fourth, and Rusty Wallace make up the top five as they cross the stripe under the checkered flag, making it official, and Dale Earnhardt has won the Daytona 500. A left arm out the window, fist clenched high in the air as he takes the checkered flag. For Dale Earnhardt so many times. He's come so close here at Daytona four times, finishing second of the 500. Back in 1990, a clear lead less than a mile from Victory Lane when he ran over a piece of bell housing, dropped from another car and cut down a tire in turn number three and faded back into the field less than a mile from the finish. Today, though, he holds off a frantic late charge by Bobby Labonte, Jeremy Mayfield, Jeff Gordon, Ken Schrader, and others, and Dale Earnhardt will win the 1998 Daytona 500. Victory Lane and post-race coverage when we come back to the World Center of Racing. Earnhardt will be the winner of the Daytona 500. Let's go down to Victory Lane and see what's going on well, down there. Well, I'll tell you what, this guy, we're going up on the podium right now. He's getting a lot of hugs from everybody. He's, he, he said he's going to follow me up here, so we'll just walk up. Dale, 20th time is a charm. Your thoughts? 20 years of hard work, I tell you. Thank the good Lord for a good day. I tell you, we got a lot of great race fans, a lot of people behind me that Really, all week long, they say, this is your week, this is your week. Richard Childers has got one heck of a race team. I'm talking about everybody works for Richard Childers from the 31, the three truck, everybody, all this three team, everybody's worked so hard for this. I, I, can't, I can't believe we won it in the fashion we did. We raced them hard, and we, you know, it's just a good race car. It says a lot for the team. It says a lot for all our sponsors. Everybody worked so hard at Chevrolet Monte Carlo. It is something else. After Thursday, did you think this was it? Well, I had a good feeling we got a good race car. And, that, you know, that's what's important is, is have a good race car. And we worked awful, awful hard all day long. 
to keep it in position and keep it in, in, play, in place to win. All right, this, this is the first win in 59 times. Can you win that championship now? Yeah, that's, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go for the championship now. We got a great team. This team will win the championship. Dale Earnhardt wins his first Daytona 500. And he's his back. Name, he is back. No question about that. His name will now go on the Harley Earl Trophy as the winner of the 40th 500. If you looked at that trophy, there would be no question that uh, certainly in its modern era, that was the most conspicuous absence on it. And now Dale Earnhardt will uh, go along as the winner of the Daytona 500 for 1998.